Hello everyone, welcome to the Librarians Podcast, episode number six. We're going to be talking about season one, episode one, replay through. And it's going to be a little bit of a playthrough because uh, the instance is so good and not because someone hasn't done it yet. Um, so... <laughs> They can't hear you yet, but they're trying to put me off. I'm actually going to put their mics on as well, so they get embarrassed. Uh, hugely. I actually realized that Kroof is now Rook, and Rook is now Kroof. Um, <laughs> going to be a mini swap. Whee! Hey. There you go. Now they can hear you. Sorry. I got the finger guns ready. They're always loaded. The, the, uh, the eye makeup again, if you, you want to. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes, all I said was that I'm going to have to make my eyeliner even more impressive if I'm going to be Kroof today. You have to get the Amazon swoosh. Yeah, according to Boots. Look at the Amazon swoosh. It does kind of look like the Amazon swoosh, though, to be honest. It's a good catch. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Okay. Did you hear that Canada is going to be in the World Cup of Soccer this year? Ooh. They play soccer? Oh, wow. <laughs> They're going to be in the World Cup? Of soccer. Yeah. Why? Not of hockey, which is weird. Wait, Wait not like, of... as in they just aren't going to do hockey, but they are going to do soccer? Yeah, they decided to stop playing hockey altogether, Canada. Wow. They're not good at hockey Global warming anymore? is really making it hard for them yeah. to keep their ice rings cold. What we're going to do... Really well. <laughs> I'm glad that we started we're talking, talking about, about hockey randomly and football. Like, in the fact that they're not and are going to be in the World Cup. This is no, good. they're not in the World Cup of football. They're in the World Cup of soccer. No, everyone else calls it that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Good continue. lord! Honestly, Boots was the one moaning and starts talking about some random topic. Like, no. did I miss the moaning? <laughs> I'm sad That's... I missed the moaning. Yeah, yeah. we talking about sports, and it's completely derailed us because we know a lot about MMOs, but yeah. I know nothing about sports, so <laughs> I won't speak for all of you, but I don't know anything. You hit the ball into the hole. It's football. <laughs> well, that's a different football. sport. <laughs> it's a beautiful game, if you will. Almost just removed crew from the group. Oh, yeah. Unfortunate. Uh, we did... We did all grab a Friday celebration beverage. That's right. But as I told everybody before the podcast, um, I didn't have any beverages that I enjoy currently in our house that wouldn't turn my mouth purple because the only thing I had was red wine. So I had to instead get this this butt ale and it tastes terrible. So if you notice me oh. over here just periodically on stream today, like Wait, what it's is it? Not actually... because of something. Jeffrey's called cool. butt ale. <laughs> what is it actually called though? Two-hearted you... ale. It has a oh. fish on it. Okay. Oh, that's not good. I don't want to be drinking something that has a fish <laughs> on it. Like I don't know. I mean, this is part of the special collections for the new fishing rewards in uh, Guild Wars 2, so I'm just doing my part. Yeah. Uh, so, Scotch, <laughs> to answer your question, uh, she's drinking it, yes, to torture herself, but that just like the Lightbringers, she just got to get through it. Yeah, you just got to <laughs> Wow. <laughs> just like this podcast. Just, oh, you just got to suffer through it. You got to power. What's wrong with us? What's wrong with you, Jebro? I'm good. Thank you. Oh, but this is not good. I'm going to be burping up a storm. Oh, no. <laughs> On I'm my ready. go. I'm excited. Yeah. Did they talk about EOD main story in the past podcast or were they in the future? Uh, in future. It will be actually, actually, it's going to be in chronological order now. 
Because... Yeah, we <laughs> oh no, we have to cover season two, <laughs> yeah. and we'll do Heart of Thorns. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, we're gonna go gonna the whole thing. Order, order. Well, the thing is, we going got... through EOD's story is very like, I'm, I'm, uh, it's gonna be later. I think that's a long, that's a long process. <laughs> Jebro, you cannot keep me waiting too long on this. You cannot. I am dying to talk about it. I love it. Can, can, can we just start off this show with talking about the epilogue of EOD? No. Yes. No. Can we please? No. Oh, we we will literally never not talk about the epilogue whenever it gets brought up because I'm gonna say it right now. Gay rights, most beautiful moment <laughs> I've ever experienced in an MMO. So beautiful. I so cried good. like a baby. I was like, this is amazing. This is how they decided to end 10 years of storytelling and yeah. to like commemorate their relationship. I just Spoilers, oh by gosh. the way. Yeah, I was gonna say, just in case anyone's not like, and the title of the show isn't isn't End of Dragons, the end story, and what happens at the end. Like, just in case, I may have to mention that in the title. Um, I mean, I didn't. It's I not didn't that cry. consequential. I mean, it's I didn't pretty cry, but I was important. smiling, smiling from ear to ear the entire time. That was very good. Okay, yeah. so what we're gonna do is we're gonna talk about the uh, we're gonna talk about the episode up until the point we are at, I think, and then we will. We will go in, I think. I think that's a good idea. I wish I had, I wish the living world, as a point, the living world music episode season one isn't available on Spotify, which is weird. Because most of the other living world episode music is. Which kind of sucks, because the living world episode, living world episode one music is very good. Very good. Uh, okay. Yeah, of course it is. What are you talking about? Where are you? I don't, I, <laughs> right I just I don't know if I noticed. That's actually something really? I didn't notice. But yeah, I never really. Maybe I had the music down. I'm not sure, but I'll I'll pay attention next time. Uh, actually, important point as well. Uh, where is it? Or uh, maybe because they is it possible that they like use the music after season one as well like continued the music throughout i mean uh, probably there are some classic well, probably i'm just so used to it after nine years yeah that, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah i mean the guild wars too they've so they've got some classic you know tracks because when you're doing events and something like the sf Lair and everything it's just core guild wars 2 music so the core mm-hmm. guild wars 2 music like it just rotated all of these regions specific tracks and i love the the core music as well it's so good because it's Thingy from Skyrim, isn't it? It's, uh, what's his name? It's Thingy, yeah. It's <sighs> Thingy from Skyrim. I can't yep, remember his name. I'm bad on Jeremy Soul. Jeremy Soul. Yeah. I heard something about Jeremy Soul, and I don't know if I... Oh, let's not get into that stuff. Yeah, there was some controversy with him, but the music that he composed for the game was beautiful. It was very um, good. Yeah. The music is yeah. very good. Um, but yes, you're right <laughs> as well. <laughs> oh, why did they have to do that? Um, so... <laughs> We're gonna also there was a note about um Lena because Lena did who did, did who did a lot of Guild Wars 2 music actually did something else on this episode. I'm trying to find it. Battle music. Yeah, Lena was actually a part, I believe, of like the actual design of designing, this episode. Yes, designing the thermal core and berserker firestorm bosses for Morton Facility, which you're gonna get to see. Yeah. Which is really amazing. I had yeah. no idea because a lot of people really came to know her through Celeste, but she worked on Guild Wars 2 and yeah. even collaborated here yeah, that's how on I, this recent expansion. I knew her from Guild Wars 2 yeah, before Celeste. That's, that's, that's <laughs> it. Yeah, couldn't yeah. call Guild Wars 2. Only the OGs now. From the, yeah, this, seriously. From this exact content, I think, was, you know, they start to highlight people a little bit more. I think so, anyway. Um, but yeah, 
very very awesome um okay so first of all this latest patch that came out had um guild wars 2 season one episode one coming back not the full episode there are five in total i believe i think i'm getting five in my head it must be still five yes five five awesome um, there was a very interesting article which uh, gives the gnomes link to me, um, which I got to read very, very briefly. Uh, and it was actually, it's on, sorry, gamerrant.com. Um, and it was Guild Wars 2 game designer discusses challenges of modernizing Living World Season 1. And apparently there were 24 instance release, there were 24 releases or 24, yep. not instances, but 24 releases 24, for this season. Yeah. Um, Every two weeks-ish-ish. Yeah, wow. it, was, it was a lot. So they condensed a lot into five episodes, and yeah. they cut now some, a lot of Some of the releases well. were, you know, festivals, mm-hmm. and some of the releases <laughs> were small. Yes, yes, um, yes, yes. So, yeah. Uh, so for this, it, yeah, it was, I was really interested to see how they would, you know, trim, not, not trim the fat, I guess, is the thing I wanted to say, but... At the same time, because there was some fat, I think, in some of the original releases, like uh, people keep on bringing back the uh, build 200 signs for the refugees. Uh, I think it was 200 was the um, was the uh, achievement for fixing the signs. Uh, And and yeah, so I think there was an entire that episode was like mostly fixing signs. (laughs) <laughs> but I might I might have faulty memory about that. I think it, I think um, it was well, blown out a little bit out of proportion. Yes, I think it was because of the achievement basically because you didn't yeah. have to do many. It was, yeah, it was fixing yeah. signs and and but I think that was the one where you first meet Bram or like do the it was the Bram instance one the um the going up to well maybe it wasn't that anyway the point is they definitely streamlined it through these releases. And I mean, when you think about what they were trying to achieve originally, so just in case anybody, for whatever reason, isn't familiar with this, right? When they first came off of, you know, the release and they were saying, how are we going to handle content for patches in between? They had decided that they were going to do this like live interactive story and that there would be new content every two weeks in the game and that uh, you would have to live through the season and experience Mm. it to actually be a part of that piece of time in the game, which obviously now we see in retrospect didn't actually create a good longevity and throughput for what would eventually become a linear story like as we were working through this there's been this huge gap um and like you were saying there were a lot of things that just by the nature of trying to pump out some kind of content every two weeks were like yeah i don't know um signs is <laughs> and then achievement two, 200 of them you just gotta do 200 of the signs like and signs everywhere signs yeah, yeah. so this format and can like condensing and making the story something that is actually more of like a cinematic linear experience um unifying the important bits that were in here highlighting them and then like integrating some of the best content from it oh it's so smart i was just playing it today and it's like really really well done i've really enjoyed it mm-hmm. awesome and so like what was it like i mean i know beats was here played for it all i know crew was here you've played for it a little bit um and then kind of stopped for a while i played for it uh, originally as well it was a long time ago 2013 <laughs> it was nine yeah. years ago um <laughs> and rook started playing this today so we played through so we get to meet 
Bram, we get to meet uh, Rox for the first time. We also get to witness the, for the first time, really, the relationship between uh, Bram and his mum, uh, Air. We also get to meet a couple of other people again, and there's some other main characters. Um, Ritlock's in it. We get a we get mails from Zo- Zoja again as well, which is very very cool. And I was like, oh, I wonder if they put them in the game. Somewhere. I didn't get a mail from Soldier. You get a mail oh, Zoja, based sorry. off of yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, no, no, no. You get a mail based off of your racial mentor. Right. So, like, I got one from Air. Oh, some yeah. people get one from Zoja. Some people get them from Kaith. Yeah. I guess and I, I forgot about that because I got from both logan and zoja i think because canonically isn't your your character's backstory that you have a a asura mother and and human father yeah um it was a tumultuous time it was wrapped in controversy but ultimately love prevailed and i was wrought into the world just like pulled from the depths into into the light so is that what you call (laughs) never mind yeah, it was a really tough it. time. Oh, that was, that I was wouldn't much. worry about it. Yeah, I wouldn't worry about I it. Um, I actually didn't know, wasn't aware of that. So thank you for that information. Yeah, that was very I guess cool. maybe maybe humans got bugged a little bit. So I got both Logan and Sosha. Yeah, I was like, I've, why I've is Sosha messaging I, me? I heard other people got Sosha as well. So I was like, oh okay. Damn, I okay. love that uh, in the chat, Kasu is sassing me about how when I was listing them off, I forgot Logan again, because earlier I was listing off all of the Destiny's Edge members, and I was like, yeah, so we've got like Air, Kate, Ritlock, I like went there, and then I was like, um, yeah, I think that's pretty much it, and then everybody went, and Logan, and I was like, oh yeah, Logan was there too, I guess. And that's, that's like role-playing uh, Jenna. <laughs> you always forget about Logan. Oh, damn. <laughs> damn. Oof. Wow. Oh, damn. Wow, people. Um, okay, so let me have a look at some of this. Um, one I thing know he's that was... a guardian, but that's a lot of blue balls. <laughs> oh god, lord! He's <laughs> gonna get like that today. Uh, <laughs> so the the story obviously has changed quite a lot. Um, one thing that was interesting while Rook was playing as well, um, some people noted in the chat, which is what I forgot, is that the core story changed from this two person interaction with two people on your screen. You got one on the left, one on the right. And you got the awesome artwork, which kind of fades in it. In it might move from left to right, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But in um, this, and I can't remember. I'm pretty sure this is where it started to change. They just had voiceovers of characters, and you were there. You were still in the world. Um, yeah, yeah. But you didn't have your voice until half once. So, but you did have a voice leading up to through the core story because you spoke right like we actually spoke and i've completely forgot yes. about that but for a while we lost our voice we didn't have one <laughs> we just we were on vocal rest yeah we just didn't yeah. we just didn't have probably, just wondering what probably it's the that. the two-week cadence thing that kind of made it impossible to get like just have a voice actor continuously on call you know yeah i mean they kind of did for the others though right it makes sense for those because it's such a it's a bit more of a limited cast Mm -hmm. but with the variations with two voices per race it's a lot of people Mm. it's also a lot of funding so i don't know if it was like at the time when they had like that sharp increase and then it kind of quickly quickly dropped or maybe they yeah. just thought that it wouldn't necessarily be as useful if they were just like, you know what, we'll focus on the characters that we're writing, and it's not just the player character. Yeah. Actually, could you guys remind me of something? So, in 
the original Living Story season one, mm. was it more like season two where you walk up to people and they're talking in the real world and like the, the NPCs are talking to each other and it doesn't do fancy camera work or is it, or was oh, it like it is? Do you mean the mini cap? Do you mean the mini cut scenes? Like the, the mini cutscenes where like you're in the real world, but the, the camera zooms in and like goes from person to person. I... Did that exist originally or was it not camera going in from person to person? I don't know. I don't remember. I will actually try and find a see Living World season one playthrough from 2013 and see if that's something that anyone mm. did. Because yeah, I it seems don't... it seems to me that like like you were saying that two week cadence that is so brutal. Because normally, like when you are recording, or at least from what I've heard in little tidbits with um, various unions or various voice acting contracts and things like that right there are oftentimes like minimums for amount of characters or amount of time spent or like baseline of pay so again when we're talking about like hiring somebody on independently to every two weeks be doing something like in theory it could work if you'd had the entire like every single episode release already planned and you had all the lines already scripted and you like had your voice actors and you took them to the studio and you had them do all of that but it sounds much more like given the nature of it they were literally having to like create and turn around content within a two-week span so i would not be surprised if they didn't have fully animated cutscenes. um i think this version that they've kind of released with this new re-release where we're sort of almost in a middle ground between like the old stand in front of background and talk but then mm. also with the like new fully realized beautiful cinematic like it feels very much more like they're trying to sort of bridge that gap between like the core game and heart of thorns and like the style is there also we apparently have a terrible thunderstorm starting outside Ooh. so if you hear rumbling oh, it is Fancy. because uh it has not stopped thundering for maybe like, it'll drown out the sirens Maybe we'll see. Fun sound time here in Chicago. <laughs> but that's but, interesting to think about in terms of, yeah, of course, the personal story had a very specific way of telling their story. And season one and a little bit of season two felt like they were, they realized that it wasn't necessarily the best thing to do for the personal story. It has its nice nostalgia of the two person cutscene stuff, but this felt like a, they were like, trying to figure out how they were going to deliver their story. And it really wasn't until Heart of Thorns where I felt like they had a solid understanding of, of how they're going to deliver that. Because uh, there's a lot of cutscenes in this episode when it's like, now expectation is like, we get a couple cutscenes throughout the season for big cinematic moments, but they seem to be using cutscenes well, very liberally. Uh, I mean, that might episode. just be an effect of trimming out the fat, right? Like, true. In all of the episodes we get these days, uh, usually comes with a map to go along with it, and the map is usually introduced to us through busy work through through going in and exploring the maps and doing heart quests or doing like certain things like that that don't in involve cutscenes but they you know they cut out a lot of that stuff that busy work in these episodes they there's still a little bit you still have to do a little bit um but it might just seem like there's a lot more cutscenes compared to the current episodes because of the fact that they just cut out everything that wasn't important story I really liked that they had us do a little bit of busy work on this map, like on the map um, in particular, yeah. uh, a couple of maps here, but like um, it follows very much the structure of narrative that we see elsewhere in the game where, you know, you get your quest and then there's a bit of exploration on the map time. And then, you know, 
But I had this moment while I was playing it today where I went, Oh! Yeah, I guess logically I knew that, like, the Molten Alliance or the Dredge that were using stuff like that, or, you know, the Flame Legion that I see, had been a part of these events, but I had never really put two and two together that, like, what was happening on this map in this zone was the refugee plight and like you know the fact that all the dredge portals and stuff that are popping up were tied to this period of time in the game and i suddenly like it wasn't too long even to just go around all those other achievements now with like doing the signs and finding the little um you know dirt covered objects and stuff like that but like i had a moment where i went oh my gosh i actually finally understand in a way that this game showed me what the drama of this map is and why it's here <laughs> i don't think i don't <laughs> know if they've always been there i think they brought it back oh yeah i think because yeah. they i feels like they have updated the map to the living world story mm -hmm. but also kept that core idea of the map even though like i don't Check. of course the level of storytelling with each map in modern day is much more heightened and much more clear mm -hmm. back on launch like the maps felt much more like explorable areas with very minor story bits so it feels i was really happy to see that they brought back some of the events with the molten alliance out in the open world to make it feel more modern and to also expand upon that map so if you're leveling or someone's a new player and they're like oh there's a lot of people here and like oh what's this thing this like molten alliance and yeah. it just adds a little bit of extra space to I mean, the map. They, they definitely had like the dredge line they put it in the areas so that's always been going on rook like the stuff in the northeast uh, northwest sorry where there's the mining yeah. and there's all the dredge so they kind of brought in portals and popped things up like the um, well, actually, some of the events may may have been old there, but they definitely brought some back, like the science and all that stuff. But like, yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it, it was nice to see. Unfortunately, a good number of the events were bugged. Still oh, bug. like, yeah. they're, they're still broken. There's they like, are. Aww. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I haven't actually fixed those, um, but which was a little bit frustrating because last night I wanted to I see. I mean, that's that's nostalgia, also, right? It is. That's, yeah. Because uh... <laughs> they were broken. <laughs> now then as well. all we need I'm is a Karka sure event and for everyone to crash as soon well, as they log in. Oh, interestingly yeah. enough, that is one of the things which is not going back. Obviously, because we've gone past that now. Um, well, not necessarily. Not yeah, they could bring it back. Um, have you well, read this article? They're not bringing so, it back. <laughs> oh, I'm, really? I'm sorry, okay, because I was just—I was gonna say that <laughs> they've said they're not. The, no. the South Sun, the the original Karka event happened before all of the season one stuff, right? Yeah. yeah however, yeah. Mm -hmm. however, we do go back to South Sun. We do do a lot of South Sun stuff in season one, and it's a large part of the story. And it's just after it the Flame and Thrust stuff. If so I would I would urge you to go read the Gamerant. Um, article it gives you a lot it gives a lot of insights to them okay. having to cut a lot of stuff out that they yeah. really didn't want to unfortunately all right okay so that makes yeah. sense then yeah i figured that they would probably probably cut the south sun stuff if there was anything to cut i yeah. mean even when i was doing my recap before the uh the live streams that they did when i was first scripting that i had like everything written out from south sun and then eventually in final drafts when i was trying to time it i was like i have to cut literally anything that i think is truly not important big picture overall and south sun was like sorry yeah. buddy you have to go i was like Rip. it's so it's just important cause... that kanak and kazmir get introduced there yeah. yes. but the actual story of that area which i, think it... I hope they 
I hope they touch on somehow, because otherwise I don't know how they're going to introduce Kanak and Kesmir. Uh, so I don't know if uh, you have more info having yeah, read that article. I do. Uh, I do have a little bit of information. I can read oh, okay. it. Okay, let us know. Um, Brian, this is, this is a quote from, uh, this is real from the da, 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 Game Rant Speaks with Guild Wars 2 advanced game designer Joe Kims about the obstacles Arena that overcame to recreate Living World Season 1. Again, Giz Sanome uh, messaged me this. It's a very light, late second. I didn't actually know this existed. So very much uh, thank you to them. Big quote here. Uh, the South Sun Cove arc is one such casualty they mentioned just before about the things they had to cut. ZarinaNet decided to focus on Scarlet Briar and her schemes first and foremost with the rerun of season, uh, Living World Season 1. Unfortunately, this means characters introduced in that chapter, like Ellen Keel, big one yeah. as well, and Kanak will have to be introduced elsewhere in the narrative. So when was the vote for the mayor for Lion's Arch? Was it mayor for Lion's Arch? Um, oh, yeah. What was, was that during Season 1 as well? Well, there yeah. was dragon bash so dragon bash um also has my trin and it did feature the captain's council and uh was it theo ashford who i think they even mentioned later now in end of dragons got assassinated by my trin Mm -hmm. and eventually ellen would step up right to fill that role am i remembering there was a vote vote between ellen and uh and the black yeah, the uh, black lion guy. Yeah, uh, uh, it was awesome. Name? It was it was thingy Nash. It was Nashblade, right? Wasn't Nashblade? Uh, yeah, Nashblade. Nashblade. That's his name, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and they, yeah. Right. So they they made the players all vote. Yes. Whether or not they wanted Ellen or so or good. Evan Nashblade, and Ellen won in the end because I think it was reduced teleporting costs yeah. was the big yeah. thing that people cared about. Yeah. Um, I think Evan and Evan was repair costs, wasn't it? Evan was repair costs, and and also part of it also was Ellen said she would bring back the Thaminova reactor as a fractal, and yeah. Evan Nashblade said he'll bring back Abaddon as a as a fractal, like broke... something about Abaddon as a fractal. Yeah, that's and, right. Yeah. And everyone would... wants that Abaddon fractal. I would love if they did something like this in the game again. Obviously, the whole format of the Living Season didn't work, but like. I do think you could still within the season to have a moment like that where you could say like, hey, f- you know, for our future storytelling, do you like this character or this character? Like the idea of making an actual vote where like the people had platforms Ooh. and you got something in the game. That is so cool. And that's it an was really cool way to like give players a sense of so agency over the world they're crafting. It's insane. Like season one was the most interesting time in Guild Wars. Mm-hmm. By far. And, and Well, is it not when... Can you say, do you mean positively or negatively or a mix? <laughs> so kind, of mix. kind of mix. It's right around was, the edges, but they were trying lot. to do a lot of cool stuff. Yeah. And, the intention was there, for sure. Yeah. And for sure, like... In theory, it was uh, brilliant, and but in practice, it's a little rough because you don't have this repeatable content in the game. All this thing disappears with time, like tears in the rain. So it's it's like <laughs> it's, it's a like shame. Tears in the rain. <laughs> it's a shame that that. So it, but it, I I I love that it's coming back. But I, and I really want to see how they do certain things, especially yeah. stuff like the nightmare tower the tower of nightmares because that period of time was like mind-blowing for me as a player 
where about a week before the Tower of Nightmares was revealed, we had no idea what was coming, in Kessex Hills, one player found and posted to Reddit that, hey, there's like this invisible, weird invisible wall. Yeah. I can't, I can't swim further into this lake, and I don't mm -hmm. know why. And then, and then everybody was like, what's going on? Because there was literally a force field that Scarlet Briar put around this Tower of Nightmares, and uh, and eventually it appeared in front of everybody. Mm -hmm. And and then it disappeared. I mean, well, it got destroyed. Um, yeah. Spoilers. <laughs> and but and anyway, just it's so. Well, the thing is, Boots, cool. is that people. The funny thing is, is that people wouldn't. We're going to talk about this when it comes up because this will definitely be in the episodes. If it's not, I'd be very surprised. But people wouldn't have seen the map before that tower was there. Like, there's a lot of people who haven't seen that map in its in its original form. Like, that just middle section. Because the other section, yeah. the other areas around it are, like, battered and bruised because of what happened in the tower and the events that happened there. Because you had to gather together different commanders and stuff in the tower. Like, you had to do different stuff, didn't you? Yeah. Um, so that's yeah. so that's one of the things I'm looking forward to seeing how they do it. Another thing I'm looking forward to seeing how they do it is uh, Lion's Arch and stuff that happens in Lion's Arch. Um, because, you know, we had old Lion's Arch before these events mm -hmm. happened. Um, and I, so I want to see what they do with that, making us go back to the good stuff or not. I don't know. But my uh, the, long story short, this episode, although it was fun replaying it, I don't know if Kruf is on, uh, on board with me in saying this but it it was like not that consequential to me replaying this storyline because almost all of the yeah. aspects in this particular particular episode are already replayable in game in fractals or whatnot and then on top of that you know it <laughs> on top of that it's like not the really interesting things that i don't know how they're gonna do well yet. let us before we before we think about that this is why I'm glad I watched Rook this morning. <laughs> because because Rook's playthrough was a very good indication of someone who has not seen mm. the story in the right. same way we have. Because right. you are right. And when I was playing, I was like, I've done this. I've done this. I, but I've done this over here. And then I've done this over here. Exactly. It's disjointed. And I've done this over there. So this is a really good point for Rook to jump in and say, how did you feel about getting up to the point where you are now, which is the moral facility? Oh my god, it was like night and day. Like, I'm not gonna even lie. I never got to play Living Season 1. And I was telling everybody while I was going through it, I was like, there are all these things that I've intuited about characters, like, especially if they had other established connections. So, like, Bram and Air, for example. Like, when I came into Season 2 and beyond, I was like, oh, yeah, he's like her estranged son. And, you know, okay, I kind of get that. Like, all right, sure, fine. But then there were other characters, particularly Rox and Kanak, that I was like, I don't even know who the hell this is. I was like, and I have almost no context to even understand who they are. Like, everybody kept telling me for ages that Rox's, uh, oh, a frostbite was a god. And I was like, that seems like really important if I should know yes. that this tiny told little you Rox spider was a god? Rox's is a pet god. Was a god. Frostbite <laughs> is a god. Frostbite, Frostbite is my Frostbite god. Yeah, Frostbite is definitely uh, a deity. I think I uh, was it the eighth god. Yeah, the eighth. Yeah, god. yeah, yeah. Um, and like every, you know, I could not figure out what was happening. So many people loved Kanak, and I was like, 
he's sassy, I guess. I, <laughs> I like the sassy character, you know? Like, I didn't understand anything. And even when we got those piecemeal bits, I was like, oh, this is kind of like that. And then when I was doing research, obviously, uh, leading up for the recaps of the Living Seasons, I really sat down to hammer out all the details and figure out what in the what had happened really specifically, hyper-specifically season one. And I was like, whoa, what? And then, lo and behold, I played today. And even just having, like, the story cushioning around those beats, um, particularly for me with Bram, I mean, Rox as well, because, like, we actually understand fundamentally what's happening with Rox now, which I always thought was really lovely, the fact that she had lost everybody. She's trying mm -hmm. to find a new warband. We even see, like, in that instance with the hatchery what a warband means by the one guy who's there who's the lone... He's, like so worried about being the lone survivor of his warband and then later we find out that Rox herself is the lone survivor that like she has had no one and she's trying to find her place and then she gets frostbite as well who ends up being part of her family in a sense like and like yeah. that's so meaningful and with Bram as a character like he can be so insufferable at points <laughs> in the game and then as we were going through stuff today seeing the way that like he went to one of his mom's best friends and Ritlock was like she doesn't have any kids and you're like yeah. oh shit Damn. <laughs> like that's so terrible like that's awful yeah. and you start hearing about like what has made him somebody who like has struggled so much with feelings of inadequacy and self-worth and his own doubts, having to shoulder the burden of being someone. I mean, his dad who loved him, who carried him to this hold in his arms, like the person that cared for him died when he was young. The only family he's ever known at this hold, he literally cannot get anyone to care about them as much as he does to go help and save them. Like, and then as we're going through all of this, I get the bomb dropped on me that he's 16 yeah. years old at this point in the story. I didn't even know that until you just told me that. I didn't either. Oh, we forgot. Like, yeah. I, we, I think we forgot. Like, we didn't realize. Like, I, I knew he was young, but, like, it's been and, and nine when, years. When you said he was 16, I was like, that explains everything about this character. <laughs> that explains a lot. <laughs> I mean, teenage like angst huge. and le you like early 20s when you're still learning about yourself as a person, yeah, let alone yeah, learning yeah. about your, yourself. I literally work with kids whose parents are displaced or parents are like, they have estranged parents like that they don't know. And they have all these traits and parts about them, which, you know, they don't like. Um, and they're probably and the fact that he like. wasn't able to grow a beard before now, it makes sense. And that makes sense I mean, well. it actually, like, really, that sounds so silly, but you're right. Like, yeah. you're right. Like, and the fact people were even pointing out that, like, Rocks refers to him as Cub all the time. And I was like, I didn't even pick up on that. I thought she was just being, like, affectionate or something. I don't know. Or, like, but, patronizing. Like, <laughs> yes, like, it's like when you think about all of that and then like as we went into the instance with him because like it is the same thing that I've played in the pool of memories but as we were walking up to the gate I was so struck like I was talking about this on stream today I was so struck by the dialogue he has before you go through the gates where he's like you can do this you can do this all right you can do this like he's gone to other people for help they didn't help him you're the only one at his side like he's scared he's 16 years old like and then you hear this child as you go through the hold that's crying and is like like i have to be brave i have to be brave and like as you're fighting she's like sobbing and the whole time i couldn't help but think like he is almost a child yeah. like 
he is almost somebody in the same situation. And then you think about how irrational he is and how numbskulled he is and how stubborn and how just stupid he can be at times. And I was like, yeah, when I was between 16 and, you know, 20, I also did a lot of stupid, dumb stuff that like I thought at the time was a good decision, but I had no idea the bigger emotional consequences. You like, know what, what I mean? Has that changed up until the level the age of Faye or is it just like a one? <laughs> <laughs> How did you expand on this? I, I was going to say oh, that at the age so of 40, I'm still doing some pretty Life story <laughs> sessions. Oh that never changes, but you definitely do more when you're 16, that's for sure. But like, I mean, that's another question to, to ask as well. Should it maybe have been made more blatant that he was that young at times? Were there the indications it, there? Yeah. Or is it difficult to show that when you have character models, for example, that are children and then adults because there's not much many ways you can make a character look old in guild wars 2 other than hair color and a little his bit voice of was also very deep yeah I mean, yeah he's a like norm, the though, presentation right? of it was That's the it, problem. it was just like it already read as much older than he actually is just, yeah. so i did not even know that he was 16 at this point in the story and i was yeah. like oh wow just needed yeah. just needed to like have his voice actor you know break break his voice a few times like yeah, yeah, I, think, I think rook said that the good the good point there like kind of geeing your way itself up like i remember doing that job interviews when i was a kid i mean like younger but i, I still do that now if i was gonna probably <laughs> but like there is these soul hint little hints like the cub thing as well um yeah it's just it is interesting damn it's like yeah. wow okay um i I would have liked for them to have like very clearly said you know like yeah. in some way you know even if I it had just so. been alluded to where air said something like you know 16 years ago his father and i split up or something and he he took responsibility for him i don't know like even something like that i think would have given you a little bit more grounding in like exactly what the timeline was and then when you find out that his father showed up at the hold when he was a baby then you're like oh my god he's 16 years old like it's tough because it is a fantasy race he is a norn so like we said the markers that might indicate like puberty let's be honest like in norn we don't really know they probably do physically mature faster they are definitely strong like and yet like you pointed out boots kind of jokingly about the beard it was not something I had ever thought about. And yet I commented on End of Dragons. I was like, look at him with his beard. <laughs> like I was so excited about it. And that might very well be a much clearer indicator with him because he had never had a beard until that point. And I hadn't even thought about these details. So like everybody cut Bram some slack. He was a dumb 16 year old that was dealing with a lot of big emotional stuff. Mm. Like I, yeah, I think that this, episode while it is a lot of stuff that we've seen already to me i already loved the characters but this made me fall in love with the characters like in a way that i had never really been given before i had had to make the leap to understand and enjoy the characters and yeah. accept the fact that i just didn't understand how we met or what that even meant but now I feel like I've actually gotten that bit of something to show like what I did for them, why they yeah. care about us, why we're together, why we even it's, know each is, other. It is really important because <laughs> the, the Scry and Paul wasn't enough, was it? Like, you do those, you oh, just no. do these little instance bits and they just didn't seem like they were enough. I mean, yeah. that's really, really good to hear. So, they, this, so how they, did you yeah. find out he was 16? Is it just like written somewhere or? Yeah, chat was telling me. I, I think there, I think mm. there is. I need to look and see exactly I what think the source they've is. Said it from. I'm probably on the wiki too. I think it's yeah. maybe wiki oriented. Like, 
but again yeah. yeah like i i never would have thought that and mm -hmm. it makes me think a lot about a lot of the discourse that's happening right now around um turning red which is a really fantastic movie and i super enjoyed it personally but there is like this discussion that's been happening about like finding young people cringy i've talked about this with like timey before you know i've talked about and the thing is is that like yeah we probably did do stuff that was cringy when we were young and yet at the same time i don't think that that nullifies our own emotional responses journey interactions feelings the things we had to go through the things we had to grow through like mm -hmm. and so to me it's i i hope that people give bram a little bit more of a break uh i he has his frustrating moments but like having that all in perspective it made me appreciate even more I think in a sense what a brave character he is because he is unlikable a lot and he's a mess and he's kind of a disaster. And yet mm. I feel like a lot of what makes us all so frustrated with him is that we ourselves at points in our life, be it in our youth or older, have done that exact same kind of thing. Well, and it is yeah. something that we find unbearable to witness. <laughs> it, it is the So in as a... <laughs> As a counselor, you go through, you learn something called, you know, basically we go through different life stages, right? There's, these stages are very, very short from the age, from when we're born to when we become adults, right? And then there's like midlife and then there's like you're old and then you die. Like it's just that, that's just kind of, you know, that's kind of it. It's, um, yeah, a bit sketchy. But <laughs> adolescence is literally the most difficult part of your life. You go through the most change in the concentrated point of time where your personality changes. You grow all the things like you get hair and stuff. You start puberty, you know, all of that period of time, which he goes through. We literally witness all of these changes. Um, we all went through and were very, very even were very, very painful in many, many different ways for each and every single one of us because we went through change big change that we often forget and sometimes at watching people go through these things which trigger stuff in us remembering how difficult it was for us when we were teenagers our first loves our parent uh, interactions which is a big one in this with mom people get like and they kind of do get a little bit triggered and they do bring up memories of their own past and cringiness. Like you say, like you remember the first, the things you did when you were a teenager? Like I remember doing stuff I like... I blocked them out. Sorry? I blocked, blocked them, them out. out. Like them. really cheesy stuff that was cute, but like you're just like, you wouldn't do now because you know better. And it was like... And maybe not so I never cute. experienced that. Never. <laughs> right now. I mean, you're close. I think I'm just age. delusional. <laughs> so. um, but like... But, you know, so it makes it makes sense. And what you're talking about about that movie even makes sense as well. Like, you know, it's studying that kind of stuff. Like, why is it weird for people to look back on this period of time in their life? And it's like, well, because loads of shit happened. <laughs> like, you know, it makes sense. Um, so, yeah, it absolutely makes sense. Completely. That's yeah. really, really good I, insight, I, I must have known, because I played through season one when it was out. So I must have known at some point that he was 16. I guess I just completely forgot. And I, I yeah. I've always been associating Bram at, to an adult role. And and because of that, I have honestly gotten really frustrated with him very many times. <laughs> um, but yeah, but as a 16-year-old, you know what? It makes sense. Yeah, at least thought... early on in the story. A bit later in the story, I'm kind of like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, it's, I don't know. It's tough. I think... You don't have to like him. You don't have to like how he was used. Like for anybody, right? Like you don't have to. Um, I, 
when I first encountered Bram in the story, I hated him so much. And I called him Bram Cracker all the time because I thought he was boring and bland, like Graham Crackers. Nice. Okay. <laughs> Graham Crackers are amazing. I know. I actually do like Graham Crackers, so I don't <laughs> see s'mores. Um, but like, I really hated him. And it's funny because I think now looking back, oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm about to say this. Uh oh. He might be one of my favorite characters. Whoa. What? I'm so sorry, everyone. I'm so Whoa. sorry. I know a lot of people are going to be deeply upset by what I'm Controversial, about. yet somewhat brave. <laughs> I, um, I, I think the reason being that I have to admire, with this new revelation especially that has happened today, I don't know if before this I would have necessarily said it, but like I said earlier, I think the writers committed to writing him in a way that's impressive like in chat even the mention like it makes maybe more sense now why too he got so drunk during the icebird saga and you're like oh my gosh like if he's heard so much about drinking culture from the norn and then lo and behold he finally is allowed to be a part of it and he's partying and it's this big celebration and he gets absolutely wasted and he loses track of something that he cared about i'm like oh boy that was me the first time i ever drank alcohol <laughs> like when i yeah. look back like even his loss of his mother i talked about this on stream a little bit like to just speak frankly and openly and vulnerably, um, I had a really complicated relationship with my dad. Like, I loved him more than anyone. And he also hurt me more than anyone. Yeah. <laughs> and when he died, the anger I felt was something that truly surprised me. And I still am processing to this day what it means to even forgive him after years of dealing with a complex relationship that never met full resolution. And so I hate Bram in those moments where especially I was just replaying with like the return to seasons where he is such a little idiot, such, Oh my God. And he's just like walking away. And he's like, I'm going to do this on my own and I hate you. And you suck so bad. And then I feel that anger myself. And what it meant to stop perceiving the people around me or even my own father as a villain in my life and remember the things that had been good. It was blinding for a while. So I'm sorry I got really emotional. But oh, please do not apologize. <laughs> I, I, I can't say that I've ever experienced that narrative in a game. Mm. Loss is oftentimes something that's depicted as like it was a heroic sacrifice or it's depicted as a, well, they deserved it. Or it's depicted as a, and now I'm so sad, but it will fuel my hero journey. But it is so rarely depicted as ugly and messy and angry and remorseful. Sorry, I didn't think to get so... No, absolutely. I've been, refle I've been reflecting on him today. Um, That's beautiful. Thank you for sharing, really. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm glad getting, to see I'm, it. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Fuck yeah. Oh That's God. awesome to hear. I love it. But like not I'm like your story, but it. sorry, but like oh, no, 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 no. connected like, to like the story and felt yeah. seen by it is is beautiful, you know. That's good. So like I I think it's important to have been done. And I think it's important to think about. Like I want to advocate for thinking about it because oftentimes when people need mental health the support and friendship the most are the times that they are at their ugliest and their worst um and so to write even characters off you can absolutely critique a lot of things and i'm not saying you have to love this character if there were a lot of things about him that really rang dissonantly or terribly to you right but like 
I encourage people to realize that oftentimes the ugliest parts of our experience are the times when we were hurting or alone or unsure. And especially when you think about his age in the context of all of that, it really struck me today. It really got me today. And I love that they did that with his character. So yeah, I was just thinking about it today. <laughs> thank you, Rook. Yeah. yeah. No, thank you, friends, for listening. That's awesome. It's a therapy session. I mean, the way it's, it's, I'm not doing therapy. <laughs> We're not doing therapy here with this. <laughs> That's not going to happen. But by like, the way, congratulations on your test, Chip. Yes. Oh, oh my God. Yes! We just no. We were just having a moment. Why would you do that? It's, it's another moment. We can have a lot of moments, Jebro. Jebro passed his exam. I'm so proud of you. I'm so happy for you. I know it was weighing on you. It was. Yeah. <laughs> that was it. No, not taking it away I'm from this, though. Oh, thank you. I do appreciate it. It's, it was difficult. It was a very. It's like a, I think it's called a power test. I or I found out about them. They're just made intentionally hard, and like you have to just pass it. <laughs> and I've got another one for my licensure, so it's very dif it is difficult. Uh, and funnily enough, it ties in with trauma from when I was younger and tests and the stuff that went on around with my family. So it's in inter another interesting thing. And around that time of 15, 16. So you know, like Rook's saying, it like that period of our lives, wow, I linked to that well. Uh, <laughs> well it was very good um, until I said it um is that you know we really really do and i and like sharing that one you just shared that story with 100 people here and the hundreds of or maybe thousands of people who are listening and watch that so that is a very vulnerable vulnerable thing you just did and i want to just make uh i just want to highlight that for a second because that is not something that we can all do very easily and, and it's not easy to do and it's hard and we have to look at the stuff ourselves let alone letting other people look and hear about that so fucking thank you for that i, yeah, I don't care I about it Brooke, <laughs> I, I don't know i don't think i've said this before but i really appreciate your voice and your ability to express yourself um you're like it's you're you're amazing and i i think that um you just somehow were able to get me to relate to and like Bram. And that's something, <laughs> that's something incredible in itself. So, uh, yeah. You're... First, the Aureen legendary is now Bram. I'm coming for all of you one by one. I'll yeah. make you all fall. <laughs> no, no, I appreciate it. It's hard for me not, I mean, Jeb, I know you know this. It's hard for me not to make a joke about this. Like, ha ha ha, yeah, so funny. Like what I said, how many times Crippet Syphilis? I'm very good at being eloquent. <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, honestly, um, I told myself a long time ago that I think vulnerability is a it's a power and it's a power other people can hold over you. So when I talk about stuff like this, it's because if I can make anybody feel less alone in those moments, that's what matters to me. Um, I felt like a long time I couldn't talk about it. And games are phenomenal because we take these stories with people and it might be a character that everybody hates, but you might be the person that's like this character made me realize I am not alone in mm -hmm. this. And um, I love that. Guild Wars 2 has a lot of brave characters like that. And God, End of Dragons, even we were talking earlier about the epilogue, you know what I mean? Such yeah. a beautiful thing to see. There were a lot of moments in this game that have really hit me in a way that many other studios just will not oftentimes take the chance on. And I'm glad that they took the chance on a lot of these characters and that now we can see 
where those chances began (laughs) because for so long there was a huge gap in understanding you know uh such a huge gap so this is really important to see everything that they had in mind when they were making these characters oh thank you that was really sweet of you to say boots and jeb and everybody and proof thank you for being here your beautiful face makes me happy (laughs) (laughs) that's all that's all the end Mm. right um okay and i i think yeah like you say you know like i think it is brave that arena go to those places where they show the ugliness of ourselves at different points in our life as well because that's what our life is about life isn't about you know instagram seeing the perfect life like and on twitter and all that kind of stuff you know where you see the one perfect thing um and because life is just not like that it's it's not it's it's shitty and it's crappy and it's just terrible and it's awful but it is awesome as well at the same time um and showing those moments is good because you can connect with it and i i love that that's that you know like even just your story makes me think about him in a different way and not that i ever disliked Bram. i definitely got was annoying but that was the teenage kind of angst <laughs> like definitely the teenage angst like as a boy growing up like as 16 17 18 year old and because i think it's on the majority as well i think it's a lot of men and boys that specifically do not like bram because they they're like damn that was me when i was a kid and you're, you're like damn that was like maybe i was that annoying as a teenager oh he's so annoying um and bless my clients i've got teenage boys as clients as well and yes yeah, sure they can be annoying and that's okay for me to say because i'm allowed to but like you know it's just a thing so i think there's definitely some relation there and uh it can be a little bit frustrating um we're gonna go and move on a little bit um if you do want to read about bram's story as well as Rox's story you can actually read about his father and i think i believe his father passing away and everything else um when he was about seven or they start off from when he's seven on the wiki uh, and i can throw in the links as well to that in the chat um which gives you even more of a little bit of backstory which is from official sources i think maybe they had some interviews back in the day but um again this is something that gives to gnomes link to me so appreciate that little bit of uh, information so there's some links in the chat there for bram's story and rox's story i will put them in the description if i remember likelihood as i won't um <laughs> we'll try uh i'll try um but we'll go back to the living world story and talk about the cutscenes. apparently cast said in chat as well that those cutscenes are still from the base story interesting okay yeah I it, it made me think that they were added in but i guess i just misremembered they're different i mean we did i i think i forgot as well that we did we did start to get a little bit more of the cutscene action so that's because cool. we didn't really get those cutscenes at least in the beginning of season two so did they just stop using them in season two and then restart again or i mean did, are you sure we didn't i think it really. might There's... be because the cutscenes do take you out of the moment of the game and that seemed to be the the driving narrative with the studio around the time of heart of thorns is that they wanted to keep you in the action of the game and they wanted to use cutscenes more sparingly so mm-hmm. i think after season one it was more of a back pocket highlight a moment type thing rather than to use it as a way to mainly deliver the narrative yeah, what Kruv said. There were definitely moments where we do get cutscenes in season two, but so much more of it was like you were remembering Boots, where it was just like people talking and you are kind of moving along with them, walking along with them, or doing various things. Um, the big ones that stood out for me are like Kate's memories. You see like yeah. cutscenes with those. You see some of the stuff with the pale tree and things like that. But um, yeah, it's it seemed like 
they pushed much more to the immersive experience leading into Heart of Thorns. And then with Path of Fire, they leaned much more into the storytelling experience. And then, like, End of Dragons is the perfect hybrid of both somehow, which was amazing. <laughs> so. Okay. Um, changes as well, a few things. Uh, the personality we noted last night when I was playing, where you can do the, where you do courage, dignity, all that kind of stuff. Those those bits were in there, those little nuggets where you can select the different options. They took that out. Um, Obi reminded us last night. Um, Obi and Cass with the bombs of knowledge. Um, <laughs> it seemed to remember everything. Um, literally was like, yeah, they took that out. And I was like, yeah, on the hero panel, we used to have that personality section in the top right. And they just got yeah. rid of it. They straight up got yeah. rid of it. Because like, it didn't really change much in the story other than a few interactions. And then they just realized, you know, well, overall, this is probably just going to be way too long. <laughs> this is going to take a lot of effort to enjoy, like, you know, I, I feel like they were going to probably go down the, the way of, like, different storylines, maybe, depending on if you were, like, more dignity-oriented or charm-oriented or whatever. But, you know, probably didn't didn't work out yeah. the way they wanted it to. I would have loved, I I think there are big pros and cons to that, right? As I was experiencing it again today, I was like, oh, I kind of miss this system. I always hoped that it would have some kind of payoff, even if it was just that NPCs regarded you in a slightly different way. Like yeah. your reputation was that you were very intimidating. So like you'd go up to somebody and be like, oh, oh okay, oh, well, there's, oh, mm. and then maybe you'd get like an intimidate option or something where you yeah. could get additional <laughs> information or something from them. Um, we've seen some games a little bit do that. Like ESO is the only game I can think of right now that's an mm -hmm. MMO that has some kind of system. Now those are just like skills you unlock. So you just unlock the ability to persuade yeah. or intimidate. Um, and they don't change a whole lot, but I would have loved to see them much. use it. I know why they moved away from it though. Absolutely. Yeah, too much of it. Okay, um, I think someone someone interjected with a, uh, a siren. I'm not sure if that was great or that, that was really. Oh no! <laughs> it was uh, it was either Chicago or LA. So let's think about that. Then. Why not both? <laughs> I mean, at the same time. Por qué no los dos? <laughs> oh, fancy. Um, okay. Spanish. It's oh, just a language, Jebro. That's I mean, some people speak. It sounded fancy as well. Um, okay, so duh, 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 duh. what else? Let me think about this. I should probably just see the instance. So, up until now, we met Rox, we met Bram. We've actually, um, you see a lot about you're talking about Rox as well as story. You actually talk, think about you know, um, Rox trying to get into Ritlock's warband, right? As well, and there's um, there's bits towards that at the end. Sorry for the spoiler, um, and just like, yeah. Lots, lots of story and lots of bits and bobs that were just awesome. And getting to walk around the um, Black Citadel as well it, a lot was just cool. And to go into the core zones. Like, I was just having all these moments of, like, ah, oh, core Guildhalls too. Started reminiscing about, like, the core game. And uh, I started to... I, w I went to Orr and started running around there randomly. And I was started to go around my old um, far gathering routes... Because, like, everyone, like, used to do, like, first couple of years, and probably still do, but there's, there's really good gathering routes, endgame materials, because endgame materials were the best materials at the time, because so many people were leveling up, and they were just selling off the stuff. So endgame materials were, like, Omnon berries, um, yeah. the wood, the uh, pe ghost peppers, the um, all, all the stuff, the temples, and I started talking about temple farming as well, and I was like, oh, the, the core endgame, man. Those events were hard. I mean, I don't know if you want, 
<laughs> it's not that great to reminisce about. It wasn't the I best endgame. Really? Yeah, I loved it. I don't it. know. I, all I remember well, is all I remember from the core endgame was staying at Curse Shore. Yes. There was like that path, that path through the yeah, mountain, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and you go back and forth between them, and you just do this like farm where you kill a bunch of mobs on both sides, I and think then back you're and probably forth right. Back. I don't remember how 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 dull it was, maybe, <laughs> but I was in um, I was in World v World a lot of the time, so I would I would mm. go back there to farm for stuff when I needed to change my armor, but like. Other than that, yeah, I think if you didn't do much else, then it was probably pretty horrible. Um, uh, but yeah, so so yeah, my takeaway from it, as someone who played it originally, uh, this isn't the most interesting episode for me because of the fact yeah. that it, 90% of the things we did in this episode are available in-game, whether it's through Fractals or through um, doing like the Nolan Hatchery and the um, and Craig, Craig, the Craig Village in the... You could just walk up and do those instances again. Oh, so, Yeah, you can Craig do it Tam. in the scrying pool. So. In the scrying pool. Um, but I understand and I could definitely see someone who has never done it before it filling so many uh holes so don't, I mean, don't quote me on that <laughs> please even still i think having that experience of season one and seeing it go away and then comparing it to what they tried to do with this grind pool i think that this is so much better because you have that full story package of mm-hmm. the dialogue bits that weren't in the scrying pool so it does paint a much more clear picture than what oh, it was sure. like for the scrying pool so for sure yeah because you don't know what c- yeah you don't know why you're there in the scrying pool necessarily yeah um but now you do it's just and like it was- relive this moment in the past <laughs> it was honestly so smart to do that like i don't know if I'd be so curious to hear what the conversations surrounding this were. And maybe some of that article that Jebra was talking about um, in Gears to Gnome's link would, would fill in the blanks a little bit on this. Because we even at the time that those came out, I remember us speculating like, oh, maybe they'll use them later. It'd be so great if they use them later and like strung them into an actual story. You know, uh, we were at some point discussing this. I remember it on the podcast. So um, to have that and like especially coming off of a new expansion, knowing that they're already starting work on the next expansion. But then to also have these story, I mean, fully realized playable story instances that maybe just a few tweaks were needed for, they could then just kind of take and bloop and put right into the other stuff. That has to have expedited this and made part of this really possible for us to get both Living Season 1, all this new stuff, all the other content, the new expansion on the horizon. So whether or not at the time, like, they knew that they were going to have the opportunity to fully rework it, or they just sort of hoped i am really glad that they went ahead and did some of that legwork if it meant that we were able to like realize it this way moving forward um Mm -hmm. i mean there are some that it doesn't even seem like they're going to use because they did put that canop one in i don't know if they're going to repurpose that somehow and have it play in the story i mean that is that is where we meet him right and it said in the article that we're probably not going to get to that are you saying well i think we will be back i think we will be going back to south sun but what they might do is just reposition it in the timeline of the season because i feel like you have to go back to sun swain south sun at some point to at least introduce the kanak storyline because they have that instance there so you might as well but i agree with you it sounds like they're not But like because it wasn't just south sun came before season one 
So that stuff won't necessarily be there. But Mm. there were moments in South Sun during season one. So are we going to be spending a lot of time there? Probably not. But the story might, you know, at least detour a little bit to talk about it uh, without, you know, oversaturating the content in South Sun. Yeah, it's, I'm it's, just like you kind of have to. I mean, so, we're just going like the information in this article. It doesn't. We're not going to get to meet Kanak in the way we would have in that we did originally. Is pretty much what they're saying. But like, it's, that could also mean timeline because there was a lot of stuff yeah. that led up before season one. So I don't know if they're going to cut it all. I'm. I'll, I'll let you. I'll of... let you take from the article what you want, and you can you can go read it. I love uh, that I could see behind Jebra's eyes that Jebra's like, like, no, absolutely not. They literally said it. I'm like, I'm sorry. Jebra's like verbally like, did they say that they're not going back to South Sun? No, they just said they're not doing the Kanak introduction, but they didn't say specifically. They said there's a lot that they, I have to read it again, but that's the inference I got from the article as far as I could tell. I don't want to read it right now because it's pretty long. Well, I'm just, I'm focusing on the instance that we can currently play in this crying pool. That, oh, yeah, is, yeah, yeah. that wasn't that really worked. his introduction, though. That was, like, after we already knew Kanak. So, like, but the, the instance takes place in South Sun. So that's why I'm kind of led to believe that we mm. will probably go back there at some point. But the introduction will probably be different. I hope they do actually take people to that map somehow. Like, even yeah. if the actual South Sun plot as we know it is just not there at all. If for no other reason than the fact that, like, when I was first playing through this game, that map was one that, like, I didn't know why it was there, why it existed, <laughs> what even mattered about it. Somebody said something about Karka, or I was working on yeah. the station at some point, and I was like, yeah. I went there and I, I went, what is this place? So having played season one... The answer isn't that great either. <laughs> oh, I love, we had this conversation. I love that event. Like, it was bad. It was pretty bad, yeah. <laughs> so it was like... It was, it, no, I te- enjoyed it. I enjoyed it, but it was just like, we're in Lion's Arch. It was it, So this was before Halloween, I think. Um, it was the first thing that came into the game after launch. Um, and you're in Lion's Arch... They're like, okay, at this time, there's going to be a really important event that you'll never be able to play again. And then all of a sudden, these Karka, th- these things we've never seen before, start attacking Lion's Arch. But I played it for about 12 seconds before the computer froze. Everybody got kicked out. <laughs> and then, uh, but then it was the, you know, you have to take back South Sun Cove from the Karka. So we landed there with the consortium, take back the map. Uh, defeat the uh, Karka Queen and everybody got a precursor and then uh, but that's about it like there's not a great storyline about it it's just there it's just a map that's there I think it was like you know the first trial at a big immediate instanced uh, you know thing non-instanced thing a big big map thing Karka were a big threat right because they started, they were appeared in LA in different places, didn't they? That's yeah, that, that's it. They they attacked LA, and so yeah. we had to go take it back. And that's why we've got the um, the Karka, the thingy princess. Yeah, was when Nawa came in, right? Um, wow, how I actually remember that. Um, Did princess <laughs> come in? Kind of... No, princess wasn't when that. Did it come later? I think, oh, I think it came later because it gives ascended stuff, and ascended stuff that's came later. That's true. Yeah, true. True. Oh, maybe. Yeah, I mean maybe. Maybe they'll just use the consortium as like 
some other group that's funding Scarlet or like yeah. they'll kind of rework it in that way because um, it was a little meandering in a sense. And they could also use it as a sort of setup for maybe some of the, the stuff that we get with payoff of um, uh, dragon related stuff in End of Dragons, right? Where maybe, like maybe, the Karka... And being disturbed from their underwater and all those other things, like we're kind, we're kind of a, a point there. True, maybe. Yeah, Scarlet probably like, must have had to, something to do with all of that. It's true. Zeno, uh, Zeno says, uh, "Isn't there some sort of tomfoolery that has not paid off yet with the with the consortium?" Yeah, the consortium is a you know, it's basically Amazon, um, but evil. <laughs> Maybe oh, you know, just Amazon. It's basically Amazon. <laughs> it's basically Amazon, and uh, it, it, you know, it's it was it played a role in every little thing in season one and a little bit in season two, I think, and then it just sort of disappeared. Kind of like, kind of like E, you know, it 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 was there, and then it kind of just disappeared they were mentioned um, in path of fire briefly so it's not like they've been totally forgotten no i mean they can't yeah. just disappear yeah. entirely apparently they were in the ice cream saga as well apparently this is up in the ice cream saga as well i'm on the uh wiki and there's they, did they rebuild involved. la um, they helped i think yeah. probably probably the consortium's the consortium they do everything <laughs> the consortium claims to be financially supporting dessa and her crew in the fractals of the mists Right, yeah. Yeah. And then fractals as well. The consortium gift shop. Oh, I mean, they could always poke their head again. They're, they're, it's just a nice way to, like, they don't have to be a big part of the storyline. They could just be, like, you know, the people trying to profit off of everything and just make havoc every once in a while. How amazing would it be if they did put something in about the consortium and even, like, reworked some bits about it? but then, like, actually directed new players to Fractals and were like, oh, look, here's this hub, and it's funded by the Consortium, well, and there's stuff to do here. That's what they literally said in, in the Icebreed Saga. It said, after the deaths of the Elder Dragons, Joel, Mag, and Primordus, uh, the Consortium began promoting the Fractals of the Mist for commercial purposes. They literally started I mean, like, And then reworked <laughs> Agony Resistance to That's just cool. delete it from the game. Yeah, I mean, just, like, having that transition, especially given the placement of Living Season 1 after players have finished the core game, to, to even just briefly swing them by fractals and have them know that that's a type of content they could do would be really great. I don't know if they'll do it, but, uh, I mean, you find fractals and people, I think, still find their way to them, but I know a lot of people who also have a bit of problems between, the like, dungeons, but then they're like, wait, but are there any actual instance thing that I run in this or like you have to build this agony resistance system but it's character bound yeah 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 interesting there's loads of stuff it seems like they would they want to kind of help and be good and like it's just yeah there's loads of little stories about them I might actually want to read more about that should we go and play this instant shall we I think I'm still All in the right. game I think we shall yes that's good starting us. oh wait we gotta get uh, era to start it yes I'll do it <laughs> Hold on, let me turn my in-game audio on again. If nobody wants to do it, I will. I'll be the hero of this story. Says the 90-year-old grandmother. <laughs> You're so old. Oh, I love the granny with the knife in Guild Wars 2. It's so good. It's so good. <laughs>
You all ready for this? I'm excited. Do you want to read? Do you, do you want to read the bits and bobs as we go through as well? The, Absolutely. The, the do you want us all to do it together or just you? <laughs> At the same time in you. No, let's all do it. Let's all voice act different characters. I'm ready. Uh, good. Okay. You so you. I'll be Jebro. Alright, <laughs> <laughs> you have to be a female Norn. Just saying. I'll be frostbite. I think I've really got this role. No, you cannot be frostbite. I love frostbite. I can be. If we're mandating that Rook cannot be frostbite, I will take over. I'm gonna have the 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 VO the VO one as well. Oh, um, Boots is actually playing the character in the Lightbringers image. That's right, because you know, and so is uh, isn't Air also? Yes, except Rook. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Me and um, crew for not. <laughs> what? We're like I, the opposite. We're what? I can voice act my character. Yes. Do, yeah, would yeah, you yeah. all like to split up the other characters? I can do rocks. I think I do good rocks. There you go. I believe in you. I'm not. If there it. are instances, I can't of... read. So <laughs> I could emphasize with Ram now, but I can't read his voice. <laughs> yeah, you can. You yeah. made me do Ritlock. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I like. I got vocal notes from that. <laughs> It's oh rough. my god! It's rough trying to do Ritlock voice. I'm not gonna lie, it's rough. Okay, yeah, who's but... gonna do it? Somebody gotta be Bram. Oh, I mean, I'll do Bram, but he's gonna sound dumb. That... <laughs> That's fine. You know what? Liz, method acting. Probably accurate. <laughs> method acting. I will be Jebro, the uh, the podcast <laughs> person. <laughs> I heard that Ashley Tisdale method acted for High School Musical, so she was method acting as a high schooler, and I find that bizarre. And that's maybe why everyone you hated her on the set of High School Musical. <laughs> I hear that she's still method acting. But like <laughs> me- <laughs> method acting for High School Musical, the dedication. Anyway. Thank you so much for that information, Kruf. I heard yesterday <laughs> and I was flabbergasted. I was like, wow. Ooh, flabbergasted as well. If you want to say it in the proper way, that's how you say it. Flabbergasted. That's it. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate the. Uh, this is all you. This is all you, Kroof. It's your first line. Oh, it's my. I'm so sorry. <laughs> wow, you actually suck at this. I missed, I missed my cue. I'll just watch. Uh, really up to date. Okay, on all right, wait, wait, no time to lose. Plus, this going. place gives me the creeps. I don't like being underground. It's too dark. It's stifling. Are you and that hothead Norn ready? I want to move. We're ready. Let's go. You did so good. You I mean, Kroof may or may not have had practice writing that exact same line. I, I had a little bit of practice on Tuesday. I did say primo, but you know. Oh, the kabam! The bam. So there is a there is a big achievement in here. If you do want to do it while we're going through the instance, you've definitely got enough time. If you can see on your map specifically and there is portals back here as well there are 16 um no mining nodes in the map you can see there's okay. one in the north part northeast part now so grab that if you want to grab it and that goes oh you can't hear the ins game sound oh okay well that would probably see? be useful <laughs> uh, <laughs> indeed indeed you might need that or want that I don't know. it's okay we were talking over the top of it anyway it's kind of important <laughs> Hey, um, uh, hey, Harbinger, where's my quickness? Oh, yeah, sorry. 
<laughs> oh no! In, this is the raid build, and it doesn't actually have. Uh, it's only when what I'm in shroud. Mean? Wait, what do you it's mean it doesn't have quickness? quickness. No, it does have no quickness. One... It has the oh. quickness when I'm in shroud, not when I'm. Oh yeah. Throwing it yeah. out. Oh, you don't have the potion. I, did. I was like, I will, no one will, takes any of the other grandmasters on Harbinger. I'll take it. Um, but yeah, the, so there's the mining node in the east. Did you get that? The northeast one? I got it, yeah. And there's more, there's like 16, so. Okay. Worth getting M as you run around. And it actually makes oh, yeah, you explore it... the instance as well a lot. I like that. I actually really enjoyed that they did that even in the like supplemental pool of memories things that we got with, uh, oh, Almora and everything that had transpired leading up to her death. I really, I really enjoyed that, that you could go and explore. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's very cool. Also, if you stand behind the uh, tunnel drill, you get burnt. <laughs> no, you don't. Oh. You're, you're good. Um, Take some spells. Last night, I was like, oh, you actually get, do you get burnt? I think it was Obi or someone was like, yeah, they told you that. I was like, yeah, I was clearly not paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> like, I like, I, like normal, I'm not paying attention. Oh, um, on brand. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it's a cave! Yeah, so this is the um, from the fractal as well. So like this, well, the fractals from this, right? Um, oh yeah. Oh, they don't appear for me anymore, right? What? The mining notes. They, yeah, oh, yeah, probably. If oh, you've done but it, if you want another character, if you've done it on another character, it does. Yeah. It's character bound. Oh, okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. I think so. I guess so. I I can see him. I did this. I can because I'm on another character. <laughs> I'd be rough if it was a count bound. So if you didn't do the achievement boots, maybe you. You, you can carry on and keep doing them. Oh my gosh, I'm so beefy now. You gave me so much health. Oh my god, oh, you're so welcome. Yeah. <laughs> That's me. That character is Bram. Cabram. Beefy Bram. There's <laughs> <laughs> another mind note here. I feel like Bram could open up like a sandwich shop. And like he could have his signature sandwich be like the Bramwich. <laughs> that would wow. be so good. That's actually a very good idea. To be honest. It's the retirement you should, plan. You should That's tell what Bram. He needs to start doing, yeah. Because this is his know, life goal. Once the end of Dragons finally ends and the guild has no reason to watch Dragons, Bram can just like you know, Open sandwich, up a sandwich shop. Sandwich yeah. shop. <laughs> You know, maybe he always thought he was supposed to be a fighter, but really in his heart, he really was meant to be a, yeah. a cook. A, a he didn't need the heat of battle. He needed the heat of the kitchen. Exactly. Yeah, like Rakakuni. <laughs> Rakakuni, yes! Oh my gosh! Did you just say Rakakuni? It's so fucking good. Isn't it what? so good? <laughs> I'm confused. So the good. movie, everything, everywhere, all at once. Oh, uh, I still need to watch that. Oh, I really want to see it. Phenomenal. It's phenomenal. That's like the one that movie I'm not usually not it's usually like that hype about movies, but I really want to see that one. You should, you should. It's like probably the best movie I've seen in uh, oh. 10 years. Boots, your time was there. You what? had to voice act Bram. But like he already two, voice acted. For like 10, 10 seconds. Oh, he <laughs> yeah, already voice acted. <laughs> I'm going to need for my immersion all of you to please read the ambient dialogue lines yes. if they don't get voiced. So please, you them. have to like, but you have to go up and press F on them and get more dialogue options, which it's like non consequential dialogue, but it's like, you have to go forward. There's a drill. <laughs> Is there extra dialogue <laughs> right now with them? Hold on. Let me I think so. The uh, Rox is saying, stay alert. There's right. underground creatures. Oh, yeah. I hate tunnels. They're so dark. I'll try not to shoot you in the back of the head by accident. <laughs> I 
didn't even notice that one before. Hey, where's uh? There's a mithril. There's a mithril all thing here as well, by the way. This is eerie. I prefer climbing mountains, not crawling under them. Whoa! Yes, Bram Presley is now present in the podcast, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Random. Oh. At the end, oh. you have to, <laughs> you have to do that. Sandwich. I you love have to that. do that, like, for the whole thing oh. now. If, one thing I know about Bram's is he laughs at his own jokes. Yeah, for yes. sure. Yes, for sure does. Bram would be that type of person. <laughs> I'm turn down this music. It's pretty intense. I always have the music pretty loud when I play these. Ooh, I'm about to leave all y'all in the dust. Watch out! We've hit a pocket of... What is that? <laughs> <laughs> he's kind of like, like a stoner oh. from flipping California. He's yeah. just about oh, to go wow. surfing. As a Californian, I can assure you that is not what we sound like. I it's mean, usually like, yeah, you, you are not a stoner surfer from, from California. Oh, no. like, unless, like, I mean... Yeah. <laughs> There's no valid path to target. What? No, you can't pull What's through. Up? You can do it on a wheelbender, just not on this, I guess. What do you need? What's up? Do you need, you want to go mine some stuff? Oh, yeah. Come this way. Not that way. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The secret way. Let's go. Let's show the that. The game said no, ma'am. No, ma'am. This can actually be a, a guide. That's true. If you haven't done this, yeah, definitely. There's some little hidden bits and mobs, that's true. I still have not found all the notes. Every single so, thing you can find in the new instance from Living World Season 1. I fell down. I'm coming back. <laughs> oh, so hey, the, hey there, guys. Oh. Remember oh. to hit like and subscribe. Oh. I, <laughs> ready for another Lightbringer's Guide. Yes. <laughs> gonna... Ready for a leprechaun. Wow. Do it, come on, do it, but it's gone. Go do the voice. Oh, wait. We just got teleported. What the... Who did this? Oh, no. Uh, I think uh, Kroof went a little bit too. Went a little bit. Oh, I didn't get teleported. Good. <laughs> you didn't get teleported. Kroof, calm down. <laughs> I didn't do anything. No. Oh my god, forward. I can't do this jump. Apparently, <laughs> what the hell was wrong? With... Oh, I just went past the wall. It's okay. Yeah, there's like three nodes over here. This is might be where you've uh, not got them, Kroof. Oh, I already oh, finished it. Did. Oh, you did that? Yeah, Boots, Boots and I did it first time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, you did the mining <laughs> we, notes. We oh, were okay. on our A game. Oh, gamers. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think we collected all the notes, though. Oh, the notes? Uh, yeah, no, we three. did not. On the tables. They haven't got the outlines on them. No, it's true. Chat, if you see them as we go through, let us know. I can't remember where they are. There's one on the table near the bar we're about to do now. I think that's the first one. Oh, like additional lore stuff? There's notes on tables, yeah. Well, these notes are... I mean, you pick up the... Well, you'll find out when we pick up the first one. Unless you want to spoil okay. it now. <laughs> no, that's okay. I can wait Up like two minutes. I can wait not even two minutes. I can wait like 30 seconds. I mean, this next bit isn't short. <laughs> yeah, this is a long instance. Okay. Hey, um, so let's say we're, we are making a guide. And we are going to be those people who do like... Uh, remember to like and subscribe before the video. And, uh, so what would be our greeting to people watching the Lightbringers? Would be like, hey there, bringers, or hey there, what would it be? Hey there, bringers. <laughs> hope, hope you've all been bringing the light. 
Hey there, lit, hello, everyone. lit people. Are y'all lit? <laughs> oh, Are y'all lit? Because it's the light bringers, baby. I almost it, died in this it. in this bit. Like this bit. This was the hardest part of the instance. Not gonna lie. It was. I, uh, yeah, because I I jumped and then when I start like I got here and then the thingy came up and I almost died because no one could rest oh, me. Oh, you didn't I, go. You have to go. It's the follow through jabber. You had to go through it. I did it, it too late. I did it too late. So this is the mine and the other node you have to get. Oh no. Oh god. Oh, up there. Yeah. yeah Do I have to jump. like wait so that this? blows me up into the air no <laughs> i mean you could try it if you, if want. you stand on the crack you will wow. get shot up like an updraft i did not realize that that was such a foolish suggestion <laughs> it was a good one but it Just does kill no. you you know physics would incline you to believe that oh no i'm sorry do your bad builds just don't do the bad gameplay you got it. Well, I don't have to do it. This is gonna be. This is. This is totally worth it. <laughs> this, seeing Rook try and get this jump is gonna be fantastic. Get I'm swiftest. incredibly bad at jump puzzles. So, give, give, uh, give some swiftness. I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. I, I feel like swiftness sometimes bites you in the ass. No, not here. It's good. There you go. Wee! Yeah, you need it. It's really, really. All right, we oh, did it. Got, oh, you've got the flute playing mind thing. Nice, that's I fancy. Do. Everyone's so I like fancy. Just better thing. than everyone. Very good. <laughs> so just yeah, than everyone. <laughs> this was falsely advertised. Nobody told me that if I did this on the Lightbringers today, there'd be jump puzzles involved to humiliate me. So. Oh um... wait, you, wait. This is a good one. Come down here. Oh, oh wait. No, there's still more. <laughs> there's two. There's two. Oh, yeah, there's two over there yeah. as well. Yeah. But you should probably do the top. Uh, this one first. Yeah, the okay, one. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Oh wait, is there okay. a top one? No. There's one, uh, no, it's down below, but it's, one, like, yeah. in this corner over here. Yeah. Just yeah, follow, follow uh, whoever's at the front. Follow Tyrol. Tyrol? Tyrol? Is that, like, Tylenol? It's, like, Tyrol. Oh, I don't Tyrol. know if I named it. Ooh, I, like I think that. I might have named it after Battlestar Galactica. Oh. oh, I love it. Very good, very oh, good. good. Oh, my body! Oh, shit, if anyone back. dies, I'll we're resurrect back. you. This is gonna hurt me. Uh, I'm still dying. This is gonna <laughs> hurt me so much. Okay, I made it. Okay. Thank you. Group <laughs> literally just saved me. Yay. That single target healing. There you go. I've got it. I've got <laughs> it. I was just about to say thanks for lighting the way. Wow. Our YouTube videos. Okay, Rook, you're next. Oh. Mommy's gotcha. Okay, I'm coming. Protect me. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, you just dodged <laughs> into the fire. <laughs> what? <laughs> Really you need to watch the video for this, everyone. Apparently, apparently Rook really likes fire, so that's that's something else. No, I just really like allowing um Kerf the opportunity to really yeah. frantically lob energy balls at me. I was not expecting how that animation looks. I have not yet tried it. It's very good. Just watching you like <laughs> like swatting flies. <laughs> Alright, you got uh, no come come You have to go around. I gotcha. <laughs> you can just I gotcha. see Rook's character Save bouncing me. up the wall. <laughs> I got you down! <laughs> I made of glass. There's another one uh Yay. over this direction. Yeah, we have to go into Is the Is it other also in the fire? Heels. Yay. Right. Teamwork makes the dream work. I will be the chaperone. <laughs> it's like a school Thank trip. It's like, oh you have the cool mom. Makes it happen. <laughs> Cooperation, working together, dig it. 
Okay, you ready, peeps? Go. I think it's a reference I don't know. <laughs> I really need just a clip of that. Just. Yeah, that is a... Oh, no, you do have to go from up top because you, yeah. it's up there. Like, a, yeah, yeah, see, I was right. Oh, I was wow. right. I've got to say, I've got to say. Well done, Deborah. You know what? We, you know, we really screwed that one up, didn't we? Well, <laughs> we really, you, we you really messed did. that up. That was our bad. All you know what? We really goofed it. By the way, that is a 1990s Sesame Street. Um, I was gonna—I was wondering where that was from. That's perfection. It's uh, there's people digging holes in a garden, and they're working together. And uh, <laughs> I should have got mesmer. I could have pulled people. Damn. They sing a song called cooperation. Oh, I could pull too. I like the cooperation song. Makes it happen. Cooperation, working together. Oh, dig it. If you are listening to this audibly, wherever you are, thank you very much for literally listening to us talking crap right now <laughs> as we play what through this. What are you this. talking about? Is this I not just, I just read Zeno's um, comment in the chat. Jump in the lava, Rook. It'll shoot you up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I, you know, I think it might. I think it might. Oh, you got to come over here. Are you going? I'm trying. Oh, no, no, oh, I no, no, no. Up, so don't do what I did. No, I was talking. I was talking to. I was looking at boots. Boots. I'm done already. I'm done already. I will guide the. Boots is like leagues ahead of me. Boots I'm is like, like in a whole other class of players. Oh no! Don't fall like I did. I'm gonna go talk to Bram. <laughs> yeah, you have to like jump into the wall. Oh, oh nailed it! Good job. Good job. First try. Boots, you come here often. You got it. I wasn't necessarily aware I first did this, so I can actually see things. <laughs> Okay, now we're just going across. So, three, two, one. Oh my go. gosh, boots, why'd you go inside? I went inside because I thought it might teleport them, and then. <laughs> Actually, no. it might. Maybe. Yeah, but Rook's missing the thing, the story. Wow, my immersion's in any fun system. Kids without me. Oh, I did pause. There we go. As if that was saving. As if. <laughs> Begin the test now. Okay, wow. we gotta jump. Okay, my immersion is restored. You've <laughs> <laughs> mended my, my experience. This this is the well, one part of the instance where I was like, yeah. <laughs> this is actually really good training for strike missions, it's, so... It really is, and all of the content. There's so much content in End of Dragons that uses the... There's so much. This is the Y'all, there's so much content. <laughs> Yeah, I think so. Did y'all know there's so much content? But this is the, the original jumping. first time that the jumping was introduced, the shockwave mechanic was introduced. I think so. Yeah, and I was like, wow, you could jump over things? Yeah, I don't think wow. I realized that for a long yeah. time. <laughs> I think I was just running builds to get more vigor. And I was just like, wow, you need to dodge a lot. And then it was like, yeah, well, you can also just stand under one, I guess. There's an achievement in the fractal. There is an achievement in the fractal, isn't there, to do that? Hit the core! I've got that one. Yeah, I got hit in the middle. So I did this story mission, and it took me 15 minutes to realize that I had to attack the core. So I was playing this for 15 minutes, like, why is nothing changing? Is this bugged? And then I was like, oh, there's a giant button in the middle. Well, you do. But it's hard to see. It looked like it was almost like halfway down into it. If they like Mm. elevated it so that it actually was up above, it's like a green marker, but it seems like it's kind of like glitched. It down inside of it, as yeah. though it's targeting the actual core itself. It doesn't actually tell you what to do in this bit. Normally it does. Uh, 
but like Ashton doesn't tell you. And he just says, it just says survive, and it's like, well, yeah, like, be and good. Just kill it, but like, what? what? I mean, that's kind of fun. It leaves you the question of how do I avoid it? Do I dodge roll? Oh, I'm out of energy. What do I do next? Like, see there, there's like green cross marks, like green cross swords. It's like inside. Yeah. Inside. Oh, they yeah, they are inside. Oh, yeah. That's the, it's the Asura bug from Ender Dragons where you're wearing the, um, the, the mace. Because if you, if you wear the, the new mace for Engineer and you've got a commander tag on, your commander tag appears inside your head. Or just above your head, and then when you take that one piece of armor off, or the mace—I can't remember which one—it actually just like flickers back up in the air. Really weird. Yeah. Interesting. So weird. Bring back the long cat, bud. That was so much fun. That was because oh, of this. This—that was because of season one. I'm pretty sure. From the hardcore, like suggested. Ooh, that's a fire there. So many AOEs! Oh no. Yeah, this was this felt a little bit unnecessary, the length of this part of the instance. Actually, just the, the whole For, yeah. the whole instance felt a little bit long-winded. But... For the fractal, it's fun because it's dangerous. And you get rewarded. Mm. <laughs> yeah. The nice thing too though is that again we we're talking about like Ooh, teaching players something, right? So yeah. I do think that like for veteran players, yeah, like moving out of the things Very is true. probably but like having that idea of like, oh, okay, so like here are some visible markers for me to like really register and see and the jump, you know, stuff that I'm doing, like, I can forgive it. I can it's, forgive no, it. No, 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 you're absolutely, you're dead on. You're actually right. Like the new player experience, I, I think like the instance might be a little bit long winded. They could definitely have like shortened this to teach them a little bit more uh, succinctly I, I suppose but like maybe you know repetitiveness helps people to learn which is a thing um but like you're right um for sure like that you actually learn a lot there, like jumping mechanic over aoe dodging aoe it's a fine balance of trying to like yeah. teach people but also not make it feel like it is a chore and yeah. even for the strike missions i i feel like if a fight is super long, there should be many more interesting mechanics that uh, are discovered throughout the fight, rather than just like a huge like health bar boss with like very few mechanics. Because it does feel like you gotta have that balance. There is the letter, first letter here, or one of them, where I'm standing. Oh. Claire. Oh, it doesn't even have a thing about nope, it. No, they don't have oh. any outline or anything. Oh. Nice. So oh, they talk about me here as well, and they, you can read it. Oh. Want. I see. Sneaky. Yeah, these, well, these note, these load, this is about what the, is happening in the actual instance, like the the construction of the boss, the thingies at the end, and the, I'm not going to say too much. There's, <laughs> a note, there's a note over here. Torn page from Costa's lab. Do you want me to read it out loud? Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. Yeah, 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 go, go for it, it if you want to. Um, Gigarg has us following orders from some strange lady named B. None of us have seen her, but Vova swears she oh, heard Oh, Tio, 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 you've got to do it in the voice of the uh, the guy who was just here, the uh, the scientist. <laughs> that will be unbearable. Let's do it. Uh, yeah, but that's not the fun. No... That's not the scientist. This is just like some random person who has been in slave. It's the scientist. No, this was definitely the scientist. Is this a scientist? It is the scientist, sure? really? Yeah, 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 I think yeah, so. Sure. Okay, all right, I'm going. All right, you're <laughs> right. All right, I'm gonna try. 
Yegarg has us following orders from some strange lady named B. None of us have seen her, but Vova swears she heard them laughing together deeper in the mines. She's only been in the facility once or twice, but it'd be nice to put a face behind, well, all of this. Now that Gigarg's armor is complete and Rodion's transfusions have settled, apparently B is sending them to the surface while the rest of us continue to work on the machine prototype. Vova and Gigarg are no longer on good terms, arguing over resources and constantly bickering about his newfound friendship with Rodion. Uh, Vova is worried that Gigarg is lost to us. I think she's afraid of him. I feel like I should be afraid. But all I can smell is the burnt skin of prisoners dancing over metal grates. <laughs> it was fun for a week or two, but even I'm tired of taking orders from mysterious laughter. Perfect. Sorry. Amazing. It's just the way you said it, it sounded like you were lamenting, like it was a really good thing. <laughs> it's like, that sounds horrible. <laughs> Look, like, I'm getting, I'm doing method acting. It's very a good. character study. That's very good. <laughs> Okay, follow me, uh, Rook. There is a mine for you to mine. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna mine it. Mine a mine. Mining in a mine? Revolutionary. Mine, <laughs> Revolutionary. Acting. Uh, over by you? Yeah, go like, down go there, that's here, it. Yeah. And then I go to here, and then, okay. Instance is actually pretty good as well. Ooh. It reminds me a little, it looks like the whole feeling of the instance is pretty cool. I like it. And then I one thing I got reminded about was Bram's like mace and shield and how you uh, you, had you to could buy it. that you could buy that. Luke's <laughs> just talking about the same exact thing yeah. on Tuesday. You're talking about mace and shield. Well, when that when the 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 two week long the thing dropped, like he all of a sudden was now had a mace and shield for the first yeah. time, yeah. like a really wow. nice one. And then it was also in the gem store at the same time, and everybody was like, oh. We're buying this. But that was the first... I think those were the first ever kind of weapon skins that you could yeah. buy off the Black Lion training post. And I bought the yeah. I bought that pack because I loved the shield because there wasn't many... I have to keep moving. If I stop for too long, I start thinking about what no. they to her captives here. <laughs> the things I could do without anger. Really? <laughs> What is this mafioso? Right what is this happening? Oh my god. Mafioso Sounds like Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> right, okay, let's carry on. Um, there are pages in here as well. And there's, there's, so there's three... Um, so there's the pages, but there are corpses of uh, prisoners that basically Aww. have written... They have notes on them that they've written to people. So we've got to make sure we, we find the people who are dead. <laughs> On the floor. That's a oh, big bummer. But, but so sad. Let me when you pick win. up the notes, um, oh. you get to do something pretty cool with them. So I'm really glad people pointed this out last night because there was actually some oh. interesting little bits and bobs. It was just I'm guessing you take them to the people that survived them. Yeah, kind basically. Of yeah, I take it to their to their families and different people and stuff. But they're in the core world, so it's like it's part of the achievements as well, which is good. Um, have we missed any? Yeah, I don't think so. But that notes. was a cool little yeah. addition. Not yeah, notes yet, I, but the, the corpses, sorry. I think that even just having this, we're talking about the length of it, right? But I'm yeah. kind of glad that it really does feel like here is the the big thing from this, you know? Like, here is this big culminating moment and what it means for, like, both Rox and Bram to be going through here and, like, trying to stop this threat and the suspense that it's building and the ways that you can kind of see the effects that those who have survived 
um, are feeling so that the impact of what Scarlet is doing is felt even more strongly over the course of the season. I just kind of like that better than this have been in, like some really short little thing that like you go, oh wait, the episode's over? You know, like... This yeah. is definitely quicker this. with people. Like, this yeah. was originally... Yes. A, this was originally... I mean, we were talking about this last night. It was a dungeon, right? I think people were, we were talking about. And like... It was... Or it was a... It, you could queue for up for a dungeon. Later in the like, room next. I don't know. Oh, actually, I think in we just missed world? one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah Find the pipe. Oh, more enemies. Over here, oh. maybe? Oh, yeah, here. Here's one. Here's one of the notes okay. where I'm standing. <clears throat> it was a dungeon. Yeah, that's right. So, like, you actually did do it as a group of people. I can't remember if you had to queue for it as a dungeon or if you could do it solo. Oh, like it was like a sort of open world kind of dungeon? Like almost, the dungeons that we've got um, have, oh, you know, when you get, you can do the, where you pop, in like the instances in the Christmas events and stuff, no. like where you go towards yeah. it and this is like five players or whatever, and it pops up. I think it was that style of dungeon. I'm guessing this is another, is this another dredge or is it it's the same? It's one of the notes like before, um, but you, there you go. It'll stay at the top. Probably it just says problem. Rodion's blood transfusion results. There you go. You can read it if you want. This says Vasya's already looking for more candidates. Okay, so this must be a different, a different, a different dredge. One, one of the one, yeah. people that was working them. Okay, so I'll make sure to differentiate very clearly. All right. <laughs> All right. Good. Thank you so much for your yeah. care, for your professional. Like, I just needed to know for the immersion yeah. and for the oh, experience that we're building. I, I, I mean, need to have the, the voice direction notes. Like, what's the setting? What's the tone? Yeah, How we need to get more story people in there. Where is Bobby? <laughs> what are the motivations? Uh, you want a cheese sandwich. Oh, okay, that's powerful. That's powerful. Do you know okay. how powerful cheese sandwiches are? I don't think you do. Okay. Let's <laughs> go. Really okay. Rodion was the largest char I'd ever seen. Even before that dredge finished the transfusion. Prior to the alliance, he made all of us look weak. Gaharin held Rodion's strength above all else. He could have been our Oh, this is a char. This Dang is it. A char. This is a char. Hey. It could be uh, a char. I mean, I guess, but that's going to be a wacky sounding char. <laughs> I mean, half oh, char, okay. half script. We're going to retake. We're going to retake. We're going to retake. Uh, okay. I enjoyed it. Prior to the alliance, Do it all of us look weak. Gaharan held Rodion's strength above all else. He could have been our next Imperator, but now, now I don't even recognize him. The procedure took three days. We didn't even think he was going to make it after enduring that much blood loss, but when he woke up, his blood ran blue. The crimson amber that ran through his veins like magma, now icy and cold. Gaharin is probably moving mountains in the mists out of spite. I'm scared. What are we doing here? Bastia is already looking for more candidates, and I will not be the first in line. That's one That's... line I want to be at the back of. <laughs> Chill him. Mm -mm. No, thank you. Okay. There is... I think there's one more of those? Oh, there's... Is there six? I can't remember. There's like six or something. <clears throat> oh, there's three here, and there's three in the first instance you do. Oh, the I core, didn't do that. The core one. Oh, up. I see uh, prisoners. Yeah, oh. so, so, so yeah, these there's one prisoner Nothing dead. That's the first one in that thingy over there. So you have to do a mini jump. For it. Okay. <laughs> just oh, a mini. Just a tiny baby jump. Uh, 
Oh, like onto the stairs? Okay, yeah. all right, all right, all right, all right. All right. <laughs> One at a time. There is no, no pushing. Make sure we all go towards the corpse. Search it. It's the body of a fallen prisoner that lies here. Desiccate the body. Desiccate. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, Dry it out. I don't, think is, I don't think there is anything, unless there's something that pops up in your inventory, it's just a little mini achievement. And then you, when you go to the achievements, there's a bit here, or is it? Oh, no. This is what we came for. Focus. I don't know what, the, I don't know what the context of that was. I don't know. Oh, I, no, I just clicked on her. But anyway, you can go to the achievements for the episode and you can, it will tell you where to go for each, to hand in each of those notes to peeps. Oh, perfect. Yeah, so it's pretty good. But like, you know, That's if, but you can't, unless you read the achievements or go and literally explore things, you're not going to see, you're gonna, not going to know anything about these things. But which is, you know, the way achievements are kind of done in this game, right? Yeah, um, and I mean... There's a lot of, there are a lot of games that do, like, kind of expect that you, I don't know, engage with an achievement interface to some extent. Mm -hmm. Like, making it more prevalent and something that I think, like, new players would be introduced to really clearly would help a lot. But I know that there are a lot of, I mean, like, even ESO and stuff, right, where I, I will, I just know now. I'm like, oh, I really like actually some of the you know, post-expansion achievements. So what do they have? And what do they want me to do? And I should probably go around and do this or that. Like, I do enjoy that. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Uh, chat, you may need to remind you if we forget some bits here. I know there's some stuff under ramps and things like that. Oh, there's Mithril. Mithril. There's oh. a Mithril or over here. <laughs> there's one up here, yeah, that's it. One giant the yeah, prisoners who have been here for so long are like why are you mining right now <laughs> like come on dude. Like, wow <laughs> you're crazy. you're mining in front of me in front of my salad wow yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. i like these kind of i just i like a lot of this instance just the. i don't know it's pretty cool it's good. I also really love this. I was thinking about this earlier because the fact that like Bram and Rocks were introduced together and that you have these like kind of dual threats and the Char and the Norn, like I really do feel like it sets up some great parallels down the road for a lot of the storytelling that will happen even later with, um, oh, you know, the first time Primordus almost rises. And then the Icebird Saga, when they again kind of re-examine that parallel between the Char and the Norn in a sense, like... I, I don't know. I find it interesting to see that fire-ice dichotomy sort of represented multiple times throughout the game. It's very true, actually. It's very true. And it's a bit like that. I, I learned, and then, um, oh, you actually get to hear a little bit about, I think about, like, the reasons why the dredge and, and them kind of got together, or they they kind of talk about the, the lava and, like, the char and these chars specifically and how, you know, the, the dredge like the lava flowing through their bodies and all this kind of stuff and there's bits and pieces in a bit we'll, we'll go and have a look at that but there is, there they like is some it toasty yeah they do they like fire <clears throat> and this is it where like my childhood one, one thing i was wondering if it, or like people knew or not so you know the gloves they have here i think it's the same effect as you see i don't actually know if it's the same effect you get from the the achievement armor i can't remember i think the armor's different but have you noticed the weapons are the fused skins, the black lion skin? Mm hmm I don't know if they brought those skins in with this or if they just put them on the enemies. Like, I can't remember. 
I can't remember either. But they it's, look good. Yeah, they're awesome skins. Yeah. I can't remember them. Like some of the most expensive in the game actually as well. Well, I know the fuse gauntlets were uh, a reward for. I think they were a random drop from the bosses at the end of this. Was that? Oh, was it the so the metal ones with the, the kind of fire? It was like a ember kind of shaped thing on your hand that kind of just went around it. Oh, was can you one? get them through the fractal? Yes. like a rare drop, or you can get them through these achievements, I believe. The achievements, the Are shoulders, the fuse gauntlets, oh, and really? no, but you can also get the fuse gauntlets with the an achievement. In oh the my old gosh, game. I love that! Yeah, you, I, I believe you can. I saw the gauntlets movie. and also the shoulders via these achievements. Not the, I, think the, the, I remember the, buying them off of the trading post, I think. You can get them through the century or something. Um, but like the gloves might be the old ones and not in the new ones. The shoulders might not be the new ones. ones. You can get some type of flame yes, looking glove and shoulder. And the glove too, um, let me see. No, 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 not in the new ones. I can't even remember where uh, the achievements are. The achievement alliance breaker. You get fused gauntlets. Wait, where's that? In the story journal, Jabro. <laughs> oh, I missed this one completely. Oh no, wait, really? Oh no, I missed this one completely. <gasps> what? The more you know. Oh dear, I've got them. I've already got them though. Screw that. Where would the achievement be? What do you mean, Kruf? There's no way. I thought I'd done them all. I thought I'd done them all because I got the thingy magic. I haven't done them all. Wait, wait, is this the old one or the new? Oh, this is the old one. Are you okay, Jeb? No. Are you having a crisis? It is the same one. I didn't know that. Oh, I completely missed that last night. I love the skins and stuff. I'm just sad that I missed it. Thank you. Sorry, Kruf. I apologize. I, you better apart. Get on you. I just knees. like insisted that it definitely wasn't there. <laughs> oh wait, wait, wait. We've missed the body. We've missed the body. Oh no. But, oh, it's behind here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Kruf. Apologies. Oh my god. bad now. That was like definitely listen I will listen to Griff. Griff is right. <laughs> I'd say ninety percent of the time I know what I'm talking about. So, so other ten percent I make it up, I lie. I, I looked at that many times, I just didn't see it. Like my brain just doesn't click all the time. There is another um, or um or in there as well. Oh wait, back down there in that little hidden spot? Yeah, oh sorry, behind the ramp is the body, yeah, to get the finger off. Sorry, I thought you were okay. there. I, oh I, no, I got the body. I, thought, I was like, uh, Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. The my the ore is there. <laughs> yeah, that was the over here. So can you see the name of the ore there? Maybe I've got a setting on that other people don't. Oh, you probably turned off a setting. Oh, I mean, I can, I can on like, get it. Yeah, I can pull it up. I just got to say, I really love this environment. And yes. I'm glad that they are fractals, but I kind of want to come back here and, like, have that Asurin-esque experience of, like, going deeper oh, into the mines no. and the underground. <laughs> I, I did, literally did this last night. Bram, you did not res me. You did not res me. Bram, you mother flipper. I was, like, going to watch Rook do it and then laugh, but then actually I did oh. it. Oh, <laughs> I actually got did. I got super lucky because I I did not remember that feature oh, and I just clung to the wall. Start not again. again. Start again. How's I got going? you. You're doing okay. <laughs> when you're a, yeah, when you're a specter, just simply press F1 and then can get resurrected immediately. Uh, Onward. I don't know where the other body is. We got one more body and maybe one more. Thing. I can't remember. 
think they're... We may have missed one. Possible. Mm. Have we missed? Oh, there's a body over here. Prisoner. Last body. Oh. oh. The bodies hit the. Good catch. Let the bodies hit the. <laughs> <laughs> Old YouTube. Okay. Every time I was like ten or eight or something but the culture of old youtube was so weird like rick rolls but also every time you'd watch a video i used to watch like a bunch of wizard 101 and world of warcraft videos and if a video started with like that i knew instantly to turn off the sound because like the speakers (laughs) the family speakers it'd just be blasting oh i hated those videos but looking back it kind of is iconic it was a moment in time yeah so good there's a piece of paper on the uh here. We freed this guy? Okay. Paper time! <laughs> it's like, I want to free you again. I just enjoy freeing people <laughs> so like, much. I'm just making sure everybody is <laughs> definitely free. I would feel really bad if like one person got left behind and everybody else got freed from these mines. It's so. okay, the police are here to help us. So it's fine. <laughs> I just heard the police in the background. Did Kruv just die? I think that this this is okay yeah it's a different person no. again, I think. this is a dredge i think this is a dredge so this time we can use our voice all right gigod has our brothers and in... nope that was wrong <laughs> 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 yeah, just... that was great gigod has our brothers and sisters <laughs> Please. No, that was, that's not, I mean, no, that was, I was doing you doing that. That was a British version of a dredge. It was a British dredge. Gigog oh has all brothers and sisters running around. No, uh, okay. Gigog has our brothers and sisters running around like headless chickens, forging massive plates of iron and Deljamore steel for his own armor. He's getting on better than expected with the Flame Legion, already looking down on us like things to be bossed around. Has he forgotten who we are? How we suffered? Or does his heart beat with a newfound thirst for power over others? He and Vostya thrive. While many of us are left to clean up the messes left behind by their failed experiments. That doesn't sound very socialist. So this is making me feel like I need to do like some kind of D and D around Guild Wars because <laughs> like I mean, I mean, yeah, that, that would be really, absolutely amazing. I just have to that say was that was incredible. Because, that was a yeah. thought that I've had for a very long time. Oh, that we I need, need to have a D and Oh my god, Boots, you can bring back your roleplay videos. Oh yeah. (laughs) Did you do roleplay videos? I I think I went back and I watched just one. I need to go back and watch it. I need to know this immediately. Did you do roleplay videos? It was like the most half-assed thing in the world. It was like fake roleplay. How? Not fake role. Yeah, 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 yeah. You were just so being funny. Good. Yeah, just really? being funny. Just being funny. So, I'm not being funny. <laughs> it wasn't that funny. It wasn't that funny. You're Jeff. You got it. I am currently, I am currently role playing though uh, in uh, in my fishing. I know. Time. I saw it. It was very interesting. I love it. I love me some role playing. Have we chat. Have we missed anything? I know the mining or or is it what towards the end? Have we missed any ore, though? Have we missed any letters or anything else? I, I feel don't... like we may have missed Will it. I get the achievement after I leave? Uh, for which one? For oh, whatever we're doing. The bodies, you won't get that one. You won't get the notes, because they there was only three, and the other three are in the core. 
um, the core map, the first one, the uh, Ritlock instance. There's three notes on the tables. We can go back and get those. Oh. Um, and there is three bodies here. You can check your, if you check your achievements, so there's three notes here, and I can't remember how many. I have three molten memorials. Yeah, that's right. I have... And three notes. Let's see. We are missing two ore nodes. Okay, there's one... There's one... Hey, guys, could you come down to uh, don't, Absolutely not. Don't go. We need to get one more... Oh. Uh, one more ore, then. Oh, no. We missed an ore. Uh, I'm missing one bloodied journal entry from the Molten Furnace. Okay. Bruce, I, wonder... I don't know if I can F1 res that. <laughs> I wonder um, if one more one of the me? bodies is that what well, that's one of the bodies is it or is it what is that what is that one Rick sorry it says do you have a turn to checkpoint boots there is no ability for me to do oh, that boots no boots oh, why no. are you going ahead Fuck. I didn't go ahead I jumped off of oh, the bridge. that's technically <laughs> okay I'm gonna see if we can find where where the more uh, more thing is. What was it ready or not? Is that what it was called? Ready or not. Ready or not. Two or nodes. Node 15 and <laughs> node 16. 15 and 16. Okay, 16 is right. Do you see the or node? There's one right ahead of me right now, actually. I think I know which one you didn't get. It was the one under hey. the ramp. Hey, Ero, Jebro, can you, can you come reset? I went for the one under the ramp, no. though. No, no, can no, there's a different one. That was the body. Oh. Oh, you're right. Oh yeah, I don't think I got I don't think I got an ore underneath yeah. a ramp. We'll get you this one. Uh, okay, I'm coming back. I mean, I gotta say, you have some like really strong calves boots because those leg <laughs> muscles are holding the entire body up against gravity. I think actually like half of my body is inside. No, I, you're right. You're right. It is it is my leg muscles. <laughs> it's rigor mortis though. Friendly. It's not the muscles. Yeah. It's yeah, that's true. <laughs> oh my good lord! What did you do? You both died. Um, no, I didn't actually die well, in this instance. Just saying. We're if we all die, there's we a checkpoint. We have to start the, the boss. Yeah, we have to start the boss there. I think okay. that's the nearest Or maybe checkpoint. just die. My char I'm looks so falling. dramatic. I'm My char looks back like and to find this. she's like, oh, how could you have told me that? The bloody journal is in the prison area. Hmm. I thought we got that one. We got the one where we the had... person's in the little hovering thing. Yeah, I'm missing one journal. How about what? Sorry. We just did this another time. Oh, we, well, we we were doing it along the way. It's fine. We're gonna get him done. We're gonna get it done for Rick now. We've got patience. Hey, you've been talking about random stuff all the time. If you're in a rush, yeah. you just said. Look. Oh, I, I uh, maybe I'm just so sorry that my my first fresh experience here is such a burden to all yeah, of you. Yeah, honestly. Um, wow, well, you know, I thought we play with friends. I have a great. Y'all heard of a widow's peak? <laughs> <laughs> this is a. This is a... I love it. I think that's a great look for you, honestly. <laughs> okay, well, we've got the, we got the ore. I don't know whether... Or that... check. That ore is a check. Have we got so the ore? other... So the body, I'm not sure which one we missed. I know we got... No, we got them all. Well, I, I mean, the other thing is, I also haven't done this achievement yet, and I would like to do it. Oh, boots. But I'm dead. Why didn't you just do it? Wait, what achievement? <laughs> Get the notes and stuff like that. The notes. I, it was, I, an, I, it was like, a okay. thingy note. Well, here, do you want us just to jump oh, on? The oh, notes yeah. are, the notes because... are done. The notes are done. Yeah, I think the, the three notes were in the Ritlock instance. So uh, I think we got all of them. Okay. There's three notes and there's three uh, reports. Like, Let me try I think I got, yeah. 
So which what is it, Mortar? Um I don't drink a lot of carbonated stuff. And it hurts. You're not investigative <laughs> study. Bloodied journal entry, molten furnace is the one that I see. Bloodied journal entry, molten furnace. Okay, let's have a look. Yeah, I've done three of the investigative study things. Okay. I have seven out of. Oh, yeah, that's the investigative study. I've done three of the molten memorial. That's right. The bloody yep. journal entry might be ahead of us. I don't know. Because it's the last one. I think there's only one. Oh, is it the last one? Maybe it is. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I'd picked up. I thought I'd visited three bodies. Definitely. There's the one in the cage that we jumped across to. There's the, mm-hmm. the body behind the... Under the ramp. Yep. And there was the one which was up the ramp that, to the like, right ledge. with a little ledge. And that was the only three. Mm-hmm. So if we got all... Yep. If you got all of those, that's the only three there is. As far as I remember. So I think we've got them all. The other three, the other three which are empty, are when you hand them in, basically. So the final... The final thing in this is a fused gear. It's like this accessory uh, sentinel stats, it looks like. So the accessory is apparently a part of the future episodes. You get one for each episode, and they combine a collection to get an ascended item, which is a question mark. Which we don't know what oh, it is. Okay. Oh. Okay. There's that. Well, that's what I was told. Anyway, I haven't actually seen. Are they it. giving us another legendary? <laughs> yeah. Well, look at the. They. There. There is another achievement to do twenty events. So they've built the. They've built the achievement similar to the return two, right? Which is a really good idea. Like it makes sense. Yeah. Like it's. Uh, yeah. It's a whole thing, you know. Um. I mean, I wouldn't mind another legendary. Maybe a legendary piece of armor. Maybe a whole set of legendary armor. That'd be great. Oh, that'd be so good. I would love it. So we have to go back to the prisoner area, I think is what people are saying. We are... I think we've got all of those. Um, You've got all of the notes and stuff. Well, Machiel says the bloody journal is in the prisoner area. I'm looking at a screenshot. Oh, okay. Oh, 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 oh. Okay. Mm. Uh, I don't know where that screenshot is, but yes, we are currently going backwards. That's it's back good. here, so, like the prisoner area is back towards I where we were. I think that's. Boy, if we it's. Gotta go back. Yeah, this is it. It's that one over there where the cages are. Oh, like here. I see. So, what is it you're missing here then? Has it got a Bloody journal. Bloodied journal. And that's one of the things that the prisoners drop? Because that's the thing, the thing here inside. Oh, it's the... here. I found it. I found it. I found it. It's oh. tucked around the side over here. Oh, so maybe Boots and Crew do need this. You might. If you don't have the journal entries, you I might. have it. Okay, then we'll we'll reset. Okay. If only you could GG in instances. That'd be so nice. All right, let's, let's uh, jump down and see what happened, where we... Yeah, to start from the start again. Swan dive! A swan dive! I'm not. Oh, it's a... Oh wow, I, I did the whole thing. That was good. Oh my gosh. Oh, my friend's gonna arrest me! I just got teleported! <laughs> no way! Quickly, Trevor, kill yourself! Quickly! How? Rock, I... you monster! Stop resurrecting me! Leave me dead! Leave me! Leave me here! Oh my god, we have to go all the way over there. Let me die! No! <laughs> no, you can't! It's not gonna work! Let me go! Let me go! <laughs> Wanted to. <laughs> oh no! Okay. Oh no. 
Wait, so where are your bodies? How did you die successfully? We landed on a big metal pipe. <laughs> Instantly oh, okay. killed us. Oh, great. Okay, well, let's We'll try and run go. over to you. <laughs> Yay. Nothing can bring me down. You could, like, jump off the side into the lava, probably. We did. We tried. It kept resetting us. We it kept putting ported. us back up on ledges. Oh, you must have not, like, fallen far enough. Us. No, I fell all the way to the bottom. No, we, we, we. I was like, what? No, but after a certain stretch, you just instantly die. No, we got ported. We got ported back. What? I did yeah. die once, but then rocks appeared next to me and started rezzing me. Weird. That's strange. So, well, actually, if you're a new player and you die, it's probably pretty good, actually. Like, is that oh, what we're not going the right dark? way. Oh, we're shit. not going no, the right not, way to come we're back. We're not going the right way. So. But you're gaining height. Jump off the ledge. Oh my god! <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> this may have gone a little bit longer than uh, I expected it to, but that's okay. We're I would fun. love if they put in. I mean, it brings up a good point, though. Like, especially if they are going to have longer story instances like this, kind of like how in Raid Wings there are those little like you know, uh, go to the graveyard, go to the. It would be so nice if, like, periodically throughout an instance like this where you might be working on achievements, there could be something that would pop up that would be like, go to the prisoner cells, go to the... And yeah. you could just teleport around inside of it. It'd be so nice. That would be cool. This place is pretty big. This place is huge. Yeah. yeah. It feels we like it's bigger than a guild hall. <laughs> might it probably is, you think? Yeah. yeah. I feel like it must be. Oh, this place is definitely bigger than a guild hall. Invertically, for sure. Happy Friday, indeed. How's Chad doing? Appreciate your, uh... I was going to say patience, but you're getting entertained by four awesome people, so... <laughs> I, hope, I hope our nonsense has made you smile a little today. Or facepalm a little, we have you know. had, We've definitely had a, a very... Like, it's been a day of mixed emotions, that's for sure. Oh my some, gosh, uh, yes. We've had some... Yeah. We've, had, we've definitely had that today, I love it. This is why I like this. Yes, I, yes, exactly, so. Yeah, definitely. We're going the right way. Those stories, uh, we don't often hear those stories, even, you know, of people. It's always good to know. Nice to know more about peeps. I love clipping the camera through your character models and just seeing, like, the half-globe eye with, like, the tongue <laughs> and the teeth. It's so scary. Mm -hmm. It's more scary on the servers. Yeah, they, okay. they're, they're like, hey, we've been here a long time. Can you Where please are hurry you? up? Oh, your body Jump down. down here. Okay, okay. We're okay. having a great party. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. my God. It put me back up top. Yay! <laughs> no, we're all here. We we're all here. We did it. Finally, boss fight. Yeah, but the thing is, you can't go back now and get the thing. What thing? The thing you the needed. The journal entry that we needed. Well, we can probably like, fight this first and then go I don't know. The, yeah. the path goes away. Oh, that's okay. No, no, you can still go back. I think. I mean, I'm not going to spoil that as to why maybe you can't do that. But... Either way. I mean, it might come back up again. It might come back up again. Uh, it's killable. I, love, I am so happy that they reworked this. I feel like I actually understand these two's, like, what is happening with them. Yeah. And like why they are villainous and why we should be afraid and like the injection of the I mean, are we assuming they injected this char with what? Like it's the lava Mountain Dew. It's the lava. It was a McDonald's sprite. It's the the power of like the flame legions and the, the dredge like combined or something? I don't know. But like don't they know, talk about in those way. notes, right? 
Well, they do, but they say that the chars like molten blood turns like cold and blue, which yeah, makes yeah, yeah. me think of, of Jormag. Oh, yeah, that's true. Of all things. Oh. I like the McDonald's Sprite idea. I do like that. I do, I do think that McDonald's one. McDonald's Sprite. I saw I saw a picture of it, and there were like so many bubbles in it, and the caption was, "Ma'am, that's a hand grenade," and I agreed with it. I actually really enjoy these. See that that backpack um, was a reward from the season one achievements as well. Oh, fun! Yeah, so I re- that was like a thing that people really wanted. Oh no, it was a rare drop actually, wasn't it? Yeah. Ah, okay. Might have been a rare drop. And um, I think it was just from random mobs. I don't think it was from anything specific. I can't remember. I really wanted it for for an engineer later on. And now you can buy it with statuettes. (laughs) Just just buy it from statuettes. (laughs) I mean, I'm glad that it was still in the game as something that you could get, at least, if you hadn't played... Like, I, I think moving it there was probably probably a smart move, all things considered. But I love that they put some of the um, other rewards in gear. Crew, like crew pointed out with the achievements for this. That's really uh, a great idea. <gasps> it's back up. It's back up. Go, go, go. Yay. <laughs> don't go. Don't go across the other way. Okay, that wasn't so bad. Uh, what was it about the spoilers? We got it. I'm going to listen to this dialogue, though, first. Yes. Sorry, we will. I'll, I'll go and do that. You both <laughs> actually Boots, come with go. me. Boots, go with crew because you've seen this. Where um is it? Keep just going. general area. Just keep going back, and I'll tell you. Okay. Blow this place up. What about you? Me? I'll be over there by the door. Let's just say explosives and me. We don't get along. Did you hear that, Rick? Yeah. Explosives and me don't get along, bit. I don't get along. <laughs> okay, we're back with the third body. So there's like the peeps pointed out to me last night, like Roxy's like doesn't we found we found out didn't we about the mine and them getting out and all the like peeps and that whole thing. And that here she hasn't she started to talk about it and reminisce about it. Or not reminisce. But like think yeah, about just that. reminiscing about trauma. <laughs> about death and all that. <laughs> stuff. Trauma and the terrible things that have happened to her. Yeah. Where do we go? It is where the prisoner area is. Um, it's but not- kind of like a, a wall that has a bunch of little, like, prison cell huts lined up along it. It's sort of, like, gr- blue-greeny in lighting color, and um, it's, like, tucked just to, like, the left of one of the ones that has its door shut. We gotta is go back it, like, further. Up, up further? Yeah, there you go. I'm gonna just have that screenshot there, and I'm just gonna be back in like one thirty second motion. Yeah, go for it. Do it. <laughs> the shadow steps are so convenient. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but you're a bender. You don't have. You got good movement. You good? Yeah, yeah. I guess so. Is you so already is... back up to me? <laughs> Going how are you liking how are you liking playing Willbender? Uh, I like it. I like it. It's faster, it, more movement than um, Firebrand. Different. Uh, I'm missing things about Firebrand for sure, but uh, Firebrand got a little nerf, so I don't know. I don't know. I like it. It I like needs more nerfs. <laughs> okay, it's yeah. that more. Of, it's that wall of huts. So to the oh. left of the first one. No. I'm pretty sure it was there. Oh, maybe it's not. Oh, it is. It's right here. It's right here. Okay. Come to me. It's this little square on the ground. Yeah. Oh, look at that. 
Ow. They killed my <laughs> I like how you said that almost mockingly and it's like very <laughs> tragic. A child was killed, Boots. Oh. I'm so sorry. They had it coming. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, that's wow. time to come back. Holy shit. Jesus. Does anybody want to read this one or do you want me to read it? You read uh, it. You. Take a big swig of that beer and get ready. Ah, mm. <laughs> uh, yeah. Good, good butt mouth flavor. Delicious. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, love, like I love tasting ass. <laughs> we talked about this before the podcast. People can enjoy that, and it is a fine thing. Yeah. <laughs> okay, now more, on a more serious note. We've been here. Yeah, they for... killed Wait, when, when, was, when was serious a part of this this bunker? Y'all like boots? This is a serious <laughs> journal. Stop talking about oh, your boochie. Okay. <laughs> here we go. My boosties. Oh, I don't know. I've never heard that word before. According to boots. <laughs> Please continue. <laughs> if, you're, if you're able. I'm trying. Okay, thank you. Oh, okay, I'm getting into character. I'm immersing myself. All right. We've been here for. by the wolf. Days? Weeks? A month may have passed, but I don't have the slightest idea. They killed Barkley, Magne's little boy. They dumped his body back into the cell. I... I covered him with my shawl. I closed my... I closed his eyes. His feet were charred, his arms swollen and red. I haven't been taken for a round of experiments yet, but I fear for the worst when they do. It seems like only a few come back alive, and the others... I hope their deaths were swift, though I'm not ignorant to whatever reality awaits us deeper in the mine. I can only pray to the spirits that Newt is sending aid. That's us. We are the aid. We are the aid. We've just, we've just, you know, we've been making them wait a little bit. (laughs) Yeah, Newt did not send us, though, but we came of our own accord, so. Mm -hmm. Poor Backley. So the prisoners want to kind of get out of here. Do you want to join me? <laughs> They're getting out. Oh, yeah. <sighs> we, we have uh, a little bit of ways to go. Yeah, it's going to take us a second to run our butts there, so... Okay, Let's I'm get our mount. Let's mount so up. So what do you think about the um, instance Whoa. so far? You enjoyed it? It's been good? Like, it's a bit long? Like, how is it maybe in comparison with four people running it? Probably a little bit, a little bit quicker. Much faster in yeah. terms of encounters. So I like that. <laughs> cool. I didn't do it solo, so I don't really know. With all of us together, I feel like the pace was great. I liked that it was a big thing. I felt like it had a good culmination of moments for both Rox and Bram. Like, I honestly love seeing this not just as a fractal, because I can say that I did not even realize how this all fit together. I knew it was from Living Season 1, but again, it was like okay, well, uh, these were bad guys, I guess, from then. So now it just feels like I actually have context as to what was happening and why, you know, there were important character moments here. I mean, I think you actually have more context than I had back then as well. Like, the two guys bursting out of the wall were kind of, you know, out of left field a little bit when they first played this. I don't think we <laughs> had the, the notes, no. Yeah, no. yeah I, don't, I don't think we did either. It was just like, oh, there are two interesting dudes. <laughs> yeah, maybe Rock we Steady didn't. Coming out. Maybe we didn't get. <laughs> yeah, right. They did remind. Yeah, that's true. They did remind. Bebop and Rock Steady. Yeah, man, very cool. 
Okay. Uh, we need to all. Oh, you've done this. I was just thinking in my brain right now, Ooh, as I used careful, to do. Careful, Griff. Careful. Yeah, don't oh, think in your brain. Oh. That's poor <laughs> brain. It's, it it can be a bit challenging, but I love a nice challenge. Um, but I was like, there's no strike mission release with this episode technically and none with the rest of living world season one until we get to the final episode Mm -hmm. and i was like i know this is already a fractal but Mm -hmm. would it have been good if they also updated that boss to also be a strike mission but i was like "Mm, it's already a fractal so i guess they don't don't think they're gonna do this boss as a strike no but it's like should they or like the idea of making this a strike mission because uh, there are like pretty good boss moments in season one it's quite uh, a small but area really... for 10, I guess. Although, I guess the well, newer strike air strikes are quite small as well. If you think about the second yeah. part of that fight, it does get... It could be. Yeah. And, I mean, we did just have the CM release with this, which I think is why maybe they mm-hmm. didn't do, like, additional strikes, um, you know, with each of these episodes, because they knew they were going to be releasing those and tuning them and all that kind of stuff. But I do agree that... I I hope that like if we oh I forgot I couldn't use gliding. <laughs> I did the same thing. You died. <laughs> yeah, but um, are you, you know dead? What? Where are you? It's no, no, okay. she gets teleported back a ways, and <laughs> it's okay. Oh. I've got my Jade Bot. I'm fine. <laughs> um, I I'm not that far. Wait, back. your Jade uh, Bot so. is resing you right now. Yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot. You know, it didn't do it to me last night. Oh no, my Jade Boy is on another character. That's why. You flipping cheeky person. But uh, I do hope that, like, for future living seasons, right? So when we get to like the entirely new living season, I hope that we more liberally see like a rotation of strike mission content. Even if, like, in those they release, you know, a strike with the episodes, and then we get like a CM down the road and like another one. Like, I honestly would be fine with that. But I, I definitely think there's going to be a lot of people keeping an eye out on the strike mission release schedule right because of that mm-hmm. challenge that they want and if this is going to be our fill-in for endgame content they want to know to expect it on some kind of schedule and it's such a great way to do storytelling for like unique bosses and uh i i think they could totally do it i hope they do and i'm curious to see what the one from this season will look like and by then we'll have all the cms out so i mean again it's not like we don't have anything between now and then um oh, yeah, i haven't tried I was gonna say, I haven't tried the new CM, but I've heard it's really fun. <gasps> I know, I really want to. I've heard it's really good. Uh, it I don't is. know if you agree. I'm going to my boulder fun tomorrow. If thieves want to do it tomorrow. It is very difficult. <laughs> <Maybe> really? <laughs> and it is the one, I would say this is the one boss fight, and these challenge modes probably will be where you have to have a certain amount of DPS. Because if you don't beat it in time, it's not an enrage, it just kills everyone. That's good. So there is a level of you need to have this minimum. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that makes sense, though. It's, it's quite challenging. That's, that's I love it. That's exciting. But even beyond that, like... Oh, sorry. You're no, go ahead. You go ahead. Go I was ahead. like, even beyond wait, wait, wait. that... The mining note. The mining note. Oh, yeah, there's mining note. There's mining note. Don't go free. This is the um, last one. Even beyond the the timer, the the challenge mode, the base attacks are so much more damaging to the point where it's like, you need healers, but also (laughs) healers don't matter. Okay. Just go on this bit if you don't want to jump. You can go on along here. There you go. And then just stand here. Watch the seconds. Quick, quick, quick. 
Oh yeah, I'm gonna stand outside. You die? No! Did you get it? I think yes I did. Oh okay. And I got the fused shoulders! I shall revive you all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good job, you got the shoulders. Nothing can bring me down. That was fun. Damn. I like that we got teleported as well. That was so funny. That was like extreme mining right there. That was like the best, that was the best example of streaming. Oh, you want X Games mode. Yeah, so true. Oh yeah, sorry, the story. Not if I see you first. <laughs> told you. He laughs at his own jokes. <laughs> yeah, it's not in the corner. Yours was very accurate. Your version I'm of Brandon is incredibly accurate. I'll keep my base hand up. It does not, not sound like that. I see you <laughs> <first>. Amazing. <laughs> well, earlier it was accurate. That we got a little too far now. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> at the beginning, it was pretty accurate though. Okay. Um, okay. So, tell me more about this CM crew. Oh, it's just—it's hard. Mm -hmm. The auto attacks are so much more damaging than in, in normal, which is you know kind of expected, but. To the level at which they buffed the basic attacks, it's uh, really surprising. And also, certain mechanics within the strike mission, like when you get, when everyone gets selected with like um, uh, a sniper shot, in the non-challenge mode, the radius of it is is still pretty large where you have to spread, but like in challenge mode, it's wild. The rate you everyone has to spread like throughout the entire arena so there yes. are certain mechanics within this strike mission that i was not expecting to be bolstered to the degree that they were but it, they were very pleasant surprises and there are many other surprises throughout the strike mission but that's just one example of where i was like oh i wasn't expecting them to hit that mechanic specifically i love that though because it does feel like i mean if you're setting the bar that high again and people i think have been worried about you know oh well would we still find something like a cm to be really rewarding to tackle if we are looking for a high you know uh, end game high tier pve content so to have it be something that is really challenging and especially like the easiest of the normal bunch to be this challenging already um, is I'm actually excited about that and yeah. having to maybe even assign positioning around arenas and stuff to make sure you're negotiating things just right and that your calls are on point. Like that's one of my favorite stuff to do when it comes to coordinating and Guild Wars 2 has always had a really satisfying sense of i don't know like responding quickly to certain things where you know in a moment if there's rng on a boss you know you have to dodge roll or move or do these things and adjust really quickly which is great but some of those more scripted elements or the like plotting out the dance of the fight um hasn't always been quite as like across the board in every boss so to see a few things where you really are having to negotiate mechanics so meticulously that gets me like really excited to try it and i'm happy to say that from my perspective it is harder than Harvest Temple, which is the final strike mission. And I, I was Harvest Temple seems going to be like oh oh my god I I cannot imagine what the hell they're going to do for Harvest Temple because I haven't done that one yet. Or I, did we run into it, Kroof? Yeah, I think we got to like Primordis phase. Oh, okay. We did yeah. a little bit of it. Okay. I'm, it I'm is. I will say, if you want to just accomplish, if your reward is based on just accomplishing the challenge, it's great. But I will say, the rewards for doing challenge mode are not 
good. They're not mm. enticing. Uh, it it doesn't feel like it is a logical step up in rewards. My understanding is that they're on mode. par with rating. They're not. (laughs) They're less than rating. Because rating gives you at least two gold. And so here's, here's how I look at it. Rating gives you at least two gold per boss. And you can do a full wing and get like six gold and then i think you get a bit extra depending on like if it's the call of the mists is active um so you can get two per boss you only get one gold for doing the challenge mode boss and you also get a legendary insight but i would say that the level of challenge mode that the Aetherblade is at is actually much more difficult than many of the raids that we currently have. Yeah. So I don't think the rewards are uh, i don't think the rewards match the um the the quality you get skin there as well you can unlock a sword skin yeah which i don't think is great (laughs) i okay i will say i actually do like the sword skin but i think the problem is when it comes in on being like hyper specific to just one weapon that like many players may or may not even use on their you know what i mean like and I, I feel think like... if you're going to have a set of weapons that drops from this boss that can be sold, then it's like, oh, okay, well, I can sell mm-hmm. these cosmetics to get gold and run this. And, like, you know, if people don't want to do that, like, uh, they can learn the fight and run it. So, yeah. Has anyone got a link to the weapon? To, have yeah, anyone got the weapon it. code? You can go to Arborstone. You, you purchase it through the green shard merchant. Uh, so you can preview it there. You can't just purchase right, it. Okay. All right. Cool. Um, yeah, but but on the front of the weapon, I I agree. I think it would have been nice if there were like three weapons with the same style that you know came with this challenge mode. But because it's just one sword, I feel like with the challenge mode and because it's such a giant grand endeavor, the sword, in my opinion, it feels almost like a letter opener. Like it doesn't feel like. <sighs> It, it's it's too muted not in terms of particle effects but if they just like increased the size of the blade and made it more of a, a standout weapon i love the design i love the detail but i just think they, they got a little something wrong with like the proportion of it are you at the vendor someone's oh like i can get to the vendor yeah there's uh, the shirts which, which one is it is it the uh, it's legendary the very crafting? bottom oh is it, it's not the legendary crafting one, then. No, it's by the strike mission portal. Oh, that would actually make sense. <laughs> and I can mount now. I forgot about that. I mean, one of the things that I always really liked, so if we look at extreme primals in Final Fantasy XIV, which are like a single mm. boss fight in the harder mode, right? They have kind of a cycle that they do for those. So some of them will drop just like, accessories which i always find to be a little underwhelming even though technically it helps your eye level if you are somebody who is like you know trying to grind to get best in slot and stuff like that um but then other bosses will drop uh themed sets of weapons and those themed weapons oh oh i meant to say this i actually discovered something these two tie together so give me a second here Um, we were talking a couple weeks ago about the meta and the salt spray dragon weapons. And yes. I just found out that there is actually 
a like rare drop chance i believe from the meta but also from other things as other content i think even from the strikes uh at least the the three that were released or harvest temple um there is a rare chance that you do get a special effect version of the salt spray weapons mm. we were saying like oh i wish they had done a special effect there is a special effect version of them and it turns the like metal parts into a part that has this like water effect that's really cool um, so, I mean, even if they did something like that, where, like, with 14, the extremes drop a special set of thematically designed weapons that are, you know, appropriate to the boss in some way, shape, or form, or the theme of the boss, and then down the road for crafters and gatherers, they add something else in later, where, like, there's also crafting gathering, um, like, a, a crafting item that drops from those bosses, and then down the road, like later on they add special effect version of uh, versions of those weapons so that then you go in again and almost run those to try and get the crafting materials that can be used for a variety of different things but to also upgrade and uh, upgrade and get like a special particle effect on those weapons that drop from the extreme um, and you, then you can sell those upgraded versions uh, on the market to make some money so i feel like a method like that with strikes would also be great i, like, I, I yeah i like idea. that kind of idea the idea of building something is cool. It always is. Like it's like the legendary armor, like in like the legendary journey to get your the Gen two ones. Like you're saying as well is with, especially with like getting the thing and then getting the particle effect as well because the skin's nice. It's actually a genuinely nice looking sword. But like you said, Rick as well. Like it, I can you can understand that if people don't use swords, then you're just hey. getting a sword. Hey, <laughs> while like... we're all here. Since we're all here in Hope in uh, Harborstone, you want to just go up to the second floor and say hi to someone? <gasps> oh yeah, we can yeah. do that for sure. Yeah. Absolutely, I don't think I've actually done that yet. Yeah, that would be cool. Um, right, I don't think I've actually done that. Yet. Now I'm gonna be so embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, I just gonna have to deal with it. I'm afraid. <laughs> <laughs> Let's celebrate the people. Um, but to, to briefly like wrap up, I do think the strike mission is stellar. It's absolutely fantastic. Oh. I haven't beaten it yet, uh, okay. but I I just think that like from what I've heard, it's kind of like a an echoed thought about like the reward aspect is kind of slipping a little bit. But really good. I highly recommend everyone try it out if you are comfortable with hard content uh, and go in with that mindset that this is supposed to be much more challenging and push people. Um, I, think, I love seeing people play it. I think on purpose as well, they've not made the they've not made it ridiculously rewarding. I think the idea is that it is supposed to be the challenge part of it is that I, I know that people we harp on and in MMO RPGs as well, we harp on reward a lot. Um, I think Guild Wars 2, they need, they do want to come up with something where the reward is cool and unique, but it's not extra special cool where people are going to lose their crap if they don't actually get yeah. it, you know, because that will happen. And we've seen that happen with the turtle, so I think they've been cautious. Um, the well, there's area. a difference between a skin and a mount, I think. And I don't think you could add anything. Oh my god, we, we are just towering over. Oh, uh, what, what? Oh my god. The, uh, you do realize this can't happen, right? You are two what? of the same people in the same space sharing the same oh, no. area. So, Yodos 2 is about to implode. 
on itself. <laughs> oh, they've given you yeah. that outfit as well. That's the um, that's the chest piece that I'm wearing. Oh no, I'm no that's, that's the, the chest piece one. I normally wear. It's... it's like a mix of the PvP and the mist pants, the mist yeah. shard pants. The chest, oh, that chest piece is in the game. It's yes, yeah, the PvP one. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, look at that. You're it's right like twice in one day. <laughs> it never happened. <laughs> Mark your calendars. Thing. I was I was right twice in one day. I know. Wow, what a revolutionary thing. Um, yeah, I, that's I agree. Cool. I think that they will rework rewards if the community, I mean, obviously, as always, the community gives feedback, and I think they've been really good about responding to it. So I agree in that, like, given the challenge level of these and the fact that they are considerably more challenging than, I mean, as you pointed out, uh, even from what I've heard, than most uh, many raid bosses, right? Um, incentive, rewards, those things are always important in the balance of how things work out. And I think there's also something to be said about, like, transparency of rewards so we have a lot of systems right now with um you know end of dragons where it's like oh we'll do all of these each week and you can turn in these things and then you can get this stuff but a lot of times players may not see the full value of how to turn in those things and how much they actually get if they do all the stuff and what they're going to get from it and if they can sell it and if they can so like if there's a very direct tangible visible reward yeah. that they can immediately see oh i get this thing from it a lot of times you'll see more people that are willing to do it and like you know actually get in there versus um i don't know a lot of misinformation that can spread otherwise that just kind of goes on about like oh it's not worth anything and they're like well actually if you do this this and this and this and then you bring these and then that you're getting good money for blah blah, blah. <laughs> like i think people sometimes just don't fully pay attention to that mm -hmm. um and or in a game where we haven't had like a really consistent you know okay well now we are at the end game of an expansion so if i do all the strikes that have been released and then i take the totems to the place and then i turn them in right it's not like a standard that we've had across the whole game so players don't know what to expect exactly for those rewards or like how it functions or exactly what to do with it unless they go out and really search for that um, themselves so i hope they do increase some of the rewards for the cms in particular because um i i do think there's something to be said about like giving them longevity and having a good high challenge level and giving people something really fun to run and the fact that in guild wars 2 your gear level is never going to be something where that content will like mm -hmm. just not be run and you it's just like you know just nonsense to get through like just a super breeze to get through um you know it's nice to know that like if the challenge is up there then you need to make sure that like long term there is some kind of sustained reward so that people would still want to run that and get something unique from it um i like the sword i personally do like the sword skin um but yeah. i agree in that it doesn't necessarily feel like 100 themed around the actual fight itself it's much more understated it feels more like a cosmetic that we would just get for doing hearts or something like you know events or something around the map and cantha to get like a setting for it so um i wonder could have done more hmm, i wonder if you're right though and then maybe we don't know the full story because maybe maybe it's a caesar maybe it's like uh once they've done all of them from end of dragons maybe there's something where they it's a common it's going to be a combination of stuff but i feel like if it was going to they probably would have announced that maybe i don't know Maybe you have to build some Megazord weapon or something. And give him more gold. Give him like four gold. Give him like three cool skins and call it a day. <laughs> I 
I mean, they've that's got, honestly a good reward. They could have, they could have done like a, a set of the weapons at least maybe to add maybe i know that takes a long time to make up skin skins do take a long time um yeah even if they had i mean okay i will say this and i never like to be i never like to be this person i'll be honest they have to earn their money the person they have to earn their money about to say no they have to earn their money and i actually like cosmetics in the cash shop but there, there does come a point for me where I'm like, we've had a couple unbelievably gorgeous all-weapon skin sets released in the gem store. The crane one, this, like, black lotus one that's out now, you know, like, and I, I absolutely want to see them incentivize players to have that, but I think one of the biggest player requests for a very long time has been please let there be more unique rewards that I can earn in game. And technically you can earn the money in game to buy those skins. But like, for me, there is a point where I'm like, I absolutely am cool with you making these. And I absolutely, I'm fine supporting you and buying them in the cash shop because I pay next to nothing for this game. So I want to clarify with all of that Mm. because I don't want to just complain about it unnecessarily. I know why they do it. But I think if you are going to have rewarding challenges like this, then maybe, like, you do need to have a unique full set of weapons. Like, they can make them, and they have made them for cash shop rewards, which does generate direct income for them. But I also do truly believe that fostering uh, a PvE community also earns you money in the long run, because people are more likely to be spending more time and enjoyment and things like that in the game so like i mean can you imagine how many people would run those things until they had the entire set of all the weapons like uh, so many people and then especially even more so if you can sell them and then you're rewarded for like a high level of skill play that other people may not do or if you can't sell them that's also fine because then it is a reward that incentivizes people to actually have to engage with that content but neat oh even just just like a random drop even if you just get a random drop like a, of of a of a black lion's weapons. Can you imagine if they started doing that? Like you raid bosses. Like there's a reset every week, and you can get a black. You can get one of the wardrobe unlocks, like for mm. weapons of the black lion, um, trading company things. All right, yeah, it may screw over some of the. Or it was a random chance, maybe. But like, even just adding uh, something, just a little bit, like even if they have a to tiny be unique chance. rewards. They have to be unique. They cannot be something that you can earn elsewhere in the game. Yeah, but like, you... even if it's just for now, like just as a little extra something. I mean, I know, it, I know it should be unique because like Elder Scrolls Online doesn't really like, and Elder Scrolls Online and Rook knows this. Their shop is ridiculously overpriced. The reason it's overpriced is because when you sub to the game. You get a certain amount of crowns in the store, which is why everything is so damn overpriced. And mm-hmm. they sell, you would think that they wouldn't do unique rewards for raids, but they give you not only a player skin, which is basically like an infusion, but they give you a new, like a completely new mount to say, like, there's no other way to get this other than if you do this boss on a hard mode, like it's no death or it's no whatever and and it's the same in some of the dungeons like you can go on a no death run or a speed run and you can get a die which is not available anywhere else you know so you've got this one thing so i think i definitely agree with you Kruf. like 100 percent, it needs to be unique that's the sword unfortunately in this case but like maybe what do you think Kruf, that they should could 
did put in amount. here as well. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. Like, amount. Amount skin. Oh, yeah. if, it, if it was literally... Okay, so we had the release of the foxes with this. And there were, it yeah. came with a pack of three. If they had just decoupled one of them and put, like, you could get a base <sighs> fox raptor skin from doing the challenge mode. Yeah. That would be yeah. something people would work towards. And it wouldn't necessarily be something where you couldn't get it because you could have two of the other fox skins in the gem store that are different it would just be something to earn in game and mm -hmm. if it was just i understand mounts like that's probably a really big money maker and a really big big incentive for people to purchase gems but as as you said rook and as we've kind of been talking about over the course of podcasts it's like you have to have something in game for people to log in and maybe the more time people play the more time people invest and like you know what maybe it's worth you know maybe i'll drop a couple dollars on some gems so yeah yeah instead of and a sword it. amount <laughs> They have done, like, I mean, like I see pointing out in chat, and like I mentioned earlier, right? Like, those living water weapons are great, and you do get them from the currency from strikes, and you do get them from, uh, like, possible drops between strikes and dragon's end. So, like, I do actually think that's super cool. It's just a matter of the frequency that they'll be able to release these. And when it comes to, like, the CMs, like we were all saying, um, I think there does need to be, if this is the threshold of difficulty, which I love, I love it. But if this is the threshold of difficulty, then there does need to, like you pointed out, be just that like extra incentive. There needs to be something that you get for doing those as opposed to just choosing to run the normals each week to save up the currency. There needs to be some reason that like other than just, you know, I want to say that I did it like um, because, of course, I personally am I'm very much a I want to say that I did it kind of person. But I agree that it always feels really good when you do have something more where you're sure. like i feel great that i spent my time doing this mm -hmm. and i got something mem like memor uh, that's uh you know memorable from this and i feel like i got something that's iconic from this and i like that a lot and i mean yeah. it could very well be that like we've all been saying we just aren't seeing the complete picture they might release all of these cms and then put in some kind of robust thing where like for running the cm modes and clearing them again you get some kind of thing to exchange or if you run them enough you would get something like a mount skin or like because i think that would also totally work even if they wanted to do them as a set and have like like you were saying crew three of the weapons drop from one three of the other weapon skins drop from another like mm -hmm. if they wanted to do something like that too and then between them you got all of those and then there was some kind of upgradable special cosmetic or if you ran all of them enough and you saved up a bunch of currency you could get a really special mount skin people would lose their minds like in eso yeah. they even have these special like skin skins that change the effect of like your your character's skin yeah um, exactly. kind of like the dwarf tonic and stuff right but like where if you clear this hard the raid equivalent right like you get this mm -hmm. special glowing effect skin yeah. or something i think it would also build community with those really special rewards because i think with the level of difficulty of this strike mission challenge mode we're gonna see people form up static groups and maybe even guilds around this level of difficulty because i i'm gonna say you probably cannot pug this just from the lfg you have to have really good communication and also know the skill level of the other players and if there were extra rewards attached to it Maybe that would incentivize people to go, oh, hey, I'm probably going to want more of a guild structure to this, more of our, uh, a friendly group of players that, you know, I know. Uh, and I would love to see more of a, of a guild community uh, surrounded around, like, strike missions and raids and stuff. But I think that 
that reward is missing to to oh, push speaking people. Of guilds. Did you guys see the um mm. Yeah, Kruv pointed this out to me. Uh there is a new panel in the looking for group thing that is looking for guild stuff and people could advertise guilds in there for recruiting what? yeah uh -huh. i i was talking to boots i was like is that new because i don't remember I think it's new i think seeing it's new. it <laughs> so yeah. it might be old but i saw it and i was like oh my god oh. there's a looking for guild tab nice okay guild Finally. plaza there's no one in there <laughs> but, yeah, um, I check there's three advertise your group yeah when I look at when I last saw there was like four or five guilds advertising Lightbringers guild is recruiting there you go and that's great because I've had a lot of people ask like how do I find a guild in guild wars 2 and I'm like oh. um, uh, go to zones look for a bunch of people that have a tag and ask them if they're you know recruiting uh Go to forums. I wouldn't suggest Reddit, but maybe you can Reddit. Go to go to Discords. Look for Discords. Uh, and I mean, of course, I, I recommend like you know Lightbringers and and our own guild that I do with my channel. But it's like you know having that just in game, especially as we start doing alliances for World versus World. And or yes, as you were saying, like start building more of a community around different facets. That would be very interesting. I need and a if proper agreement. Yeah, they need the proper system for it. You can't just chuck it it's, in there. It's very bare bones right now. It's a fine start. It's good that there's something finally after ten years, <laughs> but uh, but it, yeah, it needs more than what it currently it needs its has. Own but... UI. It needs its, it needs a UI in here where you do like actual guild stuff, like in your guild yeah. main or somewhere like somewhere along I don't know another tab where it just says there's there's good there's systems in. I think yes, sir. there was a really good system in Rift, actually, where you could apply. Yes, it was very good. It was like you that. could apply in the game, file and write like and write notes and stuff, and you could actually say what classes you were looking for, like specs, like rating, and you could tick different boxes. It was really involved. Rift had some ridiculously good systems. I wish people would. Oh, I'm gonna go. We're gonna go on to the final point. Actually, one of the final points. Um, Rift took something from other games, and Guild Wars oh. 2 could take stuff from other games as well. You know, oh. I, I think we can learn other things from other games, and I wonder what people think about World of Warcraft taking something, or I, I would say borrowing something. And I've got my very relaxed point of view about this because I don't really care that much. But like, yeah. what do people think about the uh, the new? World of Warcraft expansion announcement and the possible um, usage of a asset of a griffin, uh, which is already in Guild Wars 2 and it looking kind of similar. And also, can someone link it to me? Because I had it and I lost it. Oh no, it's in my document. Ah, good. I'll show, I'll show it on the screen. So, go on. Imitation is the sincerest form of flattery, right? It's pretty much what that's, I said this week. Quote of the century. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's, uh, you know, it's always lame when some, when a for-profit thing directly copies almost directly copies something that's also for profit um uh, whether or not they're breaking any you know uh copyright laws or anything they're probably not because you know the, there's uh there's a lot to be said about uh incremental um improvements or incremental things in in uh software engineering um 
but that said, it doesn't look as good as what Guild Wars 2 has. So if no. people <laughs> if people play it and like it and then are told, you know, Guild Wars 2 has this but better, good for Guild Wars 2, right? I mean, that's the thing. Yeah, I, I agree. It's the combination of Griffin and uh, Skyscale, right? Because the spin. But, like, agree. Like, I agree. I think it's fine. I actually don't care. I'm just, like, you know, because it's, like, it's just... It's exactly like you say, you know, games should be borrowing from other games. This will make me play World of Warcraft to try out the mount for sure and be like, oh yeah, how similar is this? Is it the same? And I might play it for the story and everything else because they've gone for like this more high fantasy, they're returning to Azeroth, etc, etc. But like, yeah, I think it's... What do you, what do you think, Kruf and, and Rook? Do you think you're on the same level or are you like, it's a rip-off! Well, Take them to the cleaners, mate! <laughs> uh, what do you think? I, I do actually have a YouTube video on this, which I was extremely I surprised to see get so much comment how, traction. How are you surprised about that? <laughs> well, because I, I thought it would just get like a little bit, because like I usually just do Guild Wars 2, but it was, it had to do with Guild Wars 2, but it was also primarily talking about the World of Warcraft expansion. So, yeah, um, yeah but I think overall, my impression is that it's not new that games pull from other games. I think that's totally normal. And you have to, in a competitive world, you have to keep up with what is working and what is objectively good. And I think mounts are objectively great systems in Guild Wars 2 because they're so, like, awesome and they have such a great feel to them. Now, I did get comments that did like enlighten me on the the subject of people being upset about this and particularly comments coming from people who are at school for like art and systems design and just engineering with games and they had mentioned in their comments like if we had brought this to one of our professors and tried to sell it off as our own product we would fail because it is such a direct copy from what is shown they're saying that it looks like a very direct copy now of course, different they probably are still able to do it because they changed a couple things here and there. The code is different. They're, they're probably able to get away with it legally. But in terms of artistic integrity, from what was shown, I'll agree that it does feel very similar. Now, that said, I hope that World of Warcraft expands upon this to make it their own. Because ultimately, I want those developing the game to still have a love for it and for them and for us to give them credit and be shocked and wowed by their, you know, like, wow, you all did a great job at this. Uh, so I hope they're able to make it their own and expand upon it and go beyond to give it their own system. Because I just want people to win. Do, I want people to yeah, be good. Yeah, <laughs> I get that. I mean, the, the system that they've... So what they're they're doing with that is, is apparently even though you see it on the ground in that one of those new maps is that you're only you pretty much only gonna be able to fly with it in that zone, and also you're gonna be able to add like armor and talons and different things Ooh. to it, which I think is actually pretty. That's pretty unique. Like so, adding that to it, if they didn't do much else to it, like it would have been a bit more of an issue, I think. But like as well, but I've, I agree with you in that artist kind of in now, that respect, I suppose. Yeah. I no. yeah go ahead oh no I mean I was just gonna say I think Kruf in your video and both now you have articulated a lot of how I feel about all of this mm -hmm. like it's kind of funny because I do straddle two different communities so like um you know I pretty actively make both 14 and Guild Wars 2 backbones of my content and we just uh I don't know half a year ago 
had a very similar situation with WoW to 14, where there was this design of this crystal and like the use of its lore and context and everything else within the games were very different, like obviously totally different settings and all that kind of stuff. But at the same time, the visual was so identical, so identical beyond all comprehension that there mm. is like no way it was not a direct like take to put in their game. And it's funny because I agree. Like I talk all the time about how MMOs influence each other. And when you're vying for a subscription base, learning from other games and the features that they offer is really massive. I think it is something they all do. They all iterate off of, they all improve off of and or work on in their own unique way. I, for all of that though, I can't help but just feel a little bit of a bad taste in my mouth about it. And I think it comes down to like you were saying, Kruf, the idea of, is it okay? Yes. And am I mad? And I, do I want the developers to <sighs> be punished for their sin? No, not at all. Not even a little bit. <laughs> But at the same time, it just is a little bit uncomfortable for me because the animations are identical. Like, like they are identical. The like dip down and the barrel roll. And the roll it's is one the of those, one. Yeah. Like it's slower even, though. Even down <laughs> to because I was noticing this. One of my favorite things about the Griffin mounts is the fact that the feathers, the way the wind ripples through them, you actually can see on the edge of the wing that the wind causes this like slight ripple effect. The exact yeah. same effect is on, also, the, on the dragons from the wild. Mm -hmm. And also, the dragon also has a very similar detail to the griffin as well, which is also mm. kind of. Yeah, and their and tail kinda... is very skyscale, bulky, bulb esque. <laughs> yes. And so for mm. me, it's like. I am glad because I do think that having unique mount systems and upgradable and customizable mounts in an MMO is a really smart thing. I think it's one of the greatest strengths um, of like offerings of unique things that Guild Wars 2 offers. But I also find it a little bit rough because it, it's it's tough when Guild Wars 2 on its own, right? Like, I think doesn't receive doesn't nearly have as large of a company behind it doesn't receive nearly yeah. as much attention doesn't receive and like these features that really are exceptional about it like there are many players who will play this and be like wow innovated this and i'm gonna be like, ah! <laughs> like you know mm. yeah it does feel bad oh, when like a larger see? company pulls from a smaller yeah. one and reaps oh, the mean, profit that's that's something which just happens every single fucking day. Uh, Doesn't mean it's right or but like it's just it's just something people it's awful. Terrible. Yeah, so I've, it's yeah. like I don't I'm not mad, I'm not angry. I think it's smart yeah. of them. This was a really clever thing for them to take. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, at a moment in time for World of Warcraft, when really like, there are so many other things in this game that need to be dealt with. There are so many yes. other ways that they need to be communicating with their player base. There are so many other ways that they need to be defining themselves and innovating and or starting fresh with a new World of Warcraft 2. There are so many things where it's like, really, truly, genuinely, now is an important time for your studio to be you know paying back the time and energy and love and years that your player base have spent in this game and to show that like you do have this promising unique future ahead and that's not to say that there aren't things that don't show that promise with world of warcraft but like 
to me, it was a little disappointing to see that they released, you know, like, okay, well, here it is, but here are all these, like, here's this feature that we took from another game, and here's this stuff, and, like, our release schedule has been a mess, and we still haven't truly dealt with the, you know, egregious, egregious workplace environment that led to people dying. Like, it's it's just hard for me. I, I really respect the players that play it. And I really respect the passionate devs that work on the game. Cause there are so many wonderful people that do work on the game and artists. And, but at the same time, it's also just so like, it's frustrating. Cause you all know me. I'm like any MMO creates a dragon based expansion. I would be first to play it. And I am not going to, I can't in good conscience play this one. Mm. I just don't feel good about it. Mm. I, I, so it's, it's just kind of tough. Like, Again, I'm not like upset. I'm not angry. I don't think that borrowing ideas and innovating is a bad thing, but it mm -hmm. did kind of add on to the other stuff that I already was feeling really conflicted about with Blizzard. I guess. I guess. I don't know. I I'm not sure. I wouldn't. I think. I think the other issues at Blizzard are way, way, <laughs> way more important to think about compared to this. I I understand like the the kind of scamminess, but then I think about when MMOs started to come out as well and systems that were blatantly copied. Um, Guild Wars 2 is very guilty of that. Um, they blatantly took the Warhammer quest system, event system, and they pretty much did exactly the same thing. And it's like, okay, when is it a system thing? When is it an art thing? And is it okay to directly copy systems? And is it okay to directly copy art? And our, what is the difference in creation there? Just because we don't see it, but we, we interact in it, what is art? What is creation? What is integrity? And, and the, that kind, kind of comes in as well. When it's really direct copy for copy like that, it definitely can bring... Because I don't know, I, the, I went actually over to the YouTube and the Twitch streams of it. Guild Wars oh. 2. Oh, was in there. And I was like, damn, there's loads of advertisement free right there. And I was like, well, cool. I mean, advertise the game. Then you can go and see where, you know, these things originally came from. Um, and I do feel bad for, like, I, I do wonder what the... We'll never, we'll never hear on this. We meet them in person. We'd, we'd never repeat that anyway. But I do wonder what they would say. I, I still think that Guild Wars 2's um, mounts uh, are different enough and that they have their own uniqueness and awesomeness as well as... Not just, I don't even think World of Warcraft are going to go in the same way as trying to get them. I don't think there's going to be this epic well, line. Warcraft is still three years away from making turtles anyway, so. There you go. Yeah, um, we have a bunch of unique mounts. <laughs> they're not They're not touching that. I mean, and they I mean, may you do. can't use them in all of the world. And in Guild Wars 2, you can use the mounts in all of exactly. the world. So, like, that's huge. I mean, hey, maybe Guild Wars 2 will even do a swap a Rooney where the next mount that we get has, like, all custom you know things exactly. that you can choose because like wouldn't we God. like that we would like that like if they if we can direct i mean we can copy back hopefully but like it's, it's oh, very difficult want, yeah. well we don't need to we've got our <laughs> what is there to but, copy in wow but like i mean it's funny because even when you were pointing yeah. out like you can put the claws and stuff on there i was like oh, okay so just like how you can do customizable slots on jadebot for different things oh. that you want. <laughs> like i guess it's so. just I don't, yeah. It's just, I yeah, they, I mean, one of the dragon, they could really increase the customization with the flying. Like, I really would have, like, instead of a barrel roll, like, they're dragons, they're magical dragons. Have them, like, teleport or, like, zoom really fast. Or, like, it would be really cool with the dragons, and instead of a dive mechanic, they had, like, a, a launch mechanic where they, like, flap their wings and shot oh. high up. 
You know what? You could have done you know so many other things. Take? You know what we could take in Guild Wars 2 from WoW? Earnable in-game prestige Ooh. skins. Well, this, is, this is a per- <laughs> this is going to be a podcast. I think this is going to be like what could Guild Wars uh, Two borrow? From, Jebra, like we have to do End of Dragons first. Okay, sorry. Into the episode, so help me out. We are dying, Jebra. Please let us talk about End of Dragons. <laughs> All right, we'll talk about. Uh, wait, 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 wait. We, we need to probably under like Echovold and Deadbots next week, I guess, um, and other bits, and then we'll start story, I suppose. But then we've also got... Haven't we got Thing coming out soon, the next episode? When's, when's we the... have the challenge mode next month, and then the month after that, episode yeah, we two. Got time. Okay, we got time. Um, we still do weekly podcasts as well, so that's okay. Um... <laughs> I'm going to be gone uh, from mid-May to early June. So just Are you going back to there. Canada? Canada. Going for a wedding. Oh, nice! For two no, oh, for wait, two, sorry, weeks. two weeks. Sorry, okay, <laughs> two, two months. months. Two weeks. You go for a wedding for two weeks still. Well, mm. yeah, the, I, I had to plan the bachelor party, and that's two weeks before the wedding. Oh, oh you're the best God. man. I'm the best man. You are the best man. Oh, yeah, that's good. And then Deborah's like runner up. Wow. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Man. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> I know we had this slight, slight discussion about the artistic, Can I be the like thingy magic, but yeah, damn, yeah, yeah. just immediately, it's like <laughs> soul is ripped out and destroyed. No, I'm kidding. I'm teasing. No, yeah, not. I, I mean, that's fine. <laughs> I like. I'm not that upset about it. I do think it, they could have um, benefited from, like, if the concept you're taking is mounts that have unique upgradable mobilities, right? I, I, there are a lot of games that could have even drawn from Arcage. All the different types of like mounts have some kind of unique, levelable thing that they eventually do. Like it could have been something that they took for themselves as a concept and then reinvented, and you know, like we said, added different things or even made like for the whole game. Hey, now how we do mounts has been completely changed because I do think even that is frustrating for a lot of players. Oh my gosh, I used to hate how long it took me to get a mount in World of Warcraft. How long it takes to just pay and get the money to unlock flight in a zone. Like they could have overhauled the whole system with like how they do mounts and added in some other unique things and. I mean, like, that takes a lot of work, but, I, yeah, I felt like this was, oh, it's fine. Mm-hmm. I'm not upset. I'm not furious at anybody, but it did feel maybe just a little too on the nose. <laughs> just a little bit. Just a little. Yeah. Okay. Well, we ended on a fantastic, fantastic mode. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, um, yes. Rook did not uh, finish right at the end bit, but that was, like, part of the main, that was, like, the main bulk of it and yes we didn't check out the last part of the instance maybe we'll talk about the last part of that next week um they can do some probably some reactions on their stream as well just those last bits story episode bits and bobs um i've been spending the last 20 minutes in game running up the stairs in arborstone and falling off the balcony onto rookery and landing flat on my face and then repeating (laughs) gotta get that cardio in you gotta build those glutes i'm counting your reps i'm counting your reps that's stairmaster Uh (laughs) is there anything else that came out for guild wars 2 this week that we need to talk about Uh, was there any significant big changes i think so no I loved Living Season 1, the new episode. I had a great time. Thought it gave Mm -hmm. me a lot of good context. I enjoyed all the stuff. I'm curious to try out the CM. So, I feel very good. It was a good release week. (gasps) We should do like a partner challenge mode run. (gasps) That would be fun. I wanted to do do a like past 
Lightbringers won, if that was ever going to be possible. I don't know if that can be. Or we could do partners. Okay. Okay. Thank you so all much right. for watching. Okay. Um, being here this has the... been Lightbringers. Stay right. lit. No, no. <laughs> Smoke <Ow>. the ganja. <laughs> Bring a lot of light to all the places you go to. <laughs> Get blitz. Oh. Wow, thank you, Rook. Just past 420. We uh Oh yeah, it's 422. 422. Sorry, I was just building off of the comedy setup that Boots encrypted <laughs> so excellently. <laughs> uh so who are we? Proof, why don't you start us off? I mean, Boots Chipper. is the best All man right. now, Rick, so, you know. <laughs> Chipper's wow. eyebrows, and you're like, so, let's do our outros, and Chipper's like, okay. Uh, you have, <laughs> Boots no, just I, said, I'm, I'm just, the captain I'm now. I'm just doing the tech. I'm just doing the tech, it's fine. This is my you're role You're just doing now. the tech stuff. Yeah, mm -hmm. you've mm -hmm. been um, overthrown, Jeff. I didn't even type out the uh, the document anymore. I'm just done now. Wow. Yeah, I noticed document. that. I've Honestly, isn't it documents. liberating? Isn't it freeing not to have to do that? Uh, no, no, I really. love a good. I, I don't know. I've depended. Life. I've depended on oh. the documents. Uh, I've still, I've still got my own. <laughs> still, oh, okay. Oh, yeah, don't worry. Okay. I will share it on the screen. It is, you can it share is it with us here. before the podcast, Jabro. No, yeah. Yeah. no I forgot to. Because I was like, I was like, they're just not interested anymore. Now go on. Do your outro. I'm I'm done. Okay, I'm gonna do my outro. Let's okay. Go. Hi everyone. I'm Crew. I do a lot of YouTube stuff. Oh, you're Twitch doing your stuff. one first. You didn't even get called out to do it first. I mean, what do you want? Are you taking? Everyone's taking over. What's oh, happening? No, what? That's okay. That's okay. Oh, that boots did. Sorry, will... go on. Yeah, Crew was told. <laughs> well, because boots handed it off to me. It's like a baton. You know, like those relay races at school. Anyway, I. Yeah, I do a lot of YouTube stuff. I do um, Guild Wars 2. I've been talking about this stuff with World of Warcraft and their latest expansion announcement. I gotta admit, I'm kind of excited for their talent tree system change because that's what I really love with cla with MMOs is, you know, class customization. Um, but Guild Wars 2 still is just so delicious. Uh, I stream here on Twitch throughout the week, Tuesdays through Saturdays. Uh, we'll probably be doing Elden Ring tomorrow. And um, yeah, I have a Twitter. You can follow me there. And a last little bit of good news, at least for my family, my brother was accepted into UC Berkeley. Whoa. So I have to go. I'm gonna go celebrate. I'm gonna go celebrate right. today. Uh, I'm very excited. Yeah, that's great. Uh, Rook, how about you? You go next. Great. Thank you so much, Boots. I love this podcast you put together. By the way, it's a really great time. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad try. we get to do it every week. Um, you should see my show notes. <laughs> are they good i feel like they'd be good they're so long <laughs> hi everybody i'm rook you can find me at rookery uh i usually stream two to three <laughs> days a week on twitch.tv rookery r-o-o-k-u-r-i uh, i aim to have one video sometimes more oftentimes more sometimes uh on youtube each week we've been working through our playthroughs of endwalker and end of dragons but we also did just have uh, a whole behind the scenes discussion about how myself and a friend of mine made the music video for answers that we did last year for final fantasy 14 so if you're curious about that uh check it out uh otherwise you can also find me on twitter at rookery underscore and then instagram rookery too but i don't post there as much so that's just a little heads up um and i did just want to say to everybody um that i do have an announcement here uh and that announcement is that actually Kruf was the best man the whole time, so... Oh. Wow. 
<laughs> I believe it. And we have the beautiful, the wonderful, the smooth-headed, and to be fired next week, Jebro. Why don't you tell us about it? Cheers to that. Get you some. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna claim back uh, host, host duties and hand it back to Boots. <laughs> oh boots. damn, it was what going so we well do. too. It was. I'm sorry. Uh, we what? Tell us about yourself and how uh, you enjoy hosting podcasts. I love it. Um, uh, speaking <laughs> of hosting podcasts, I am not the host, but uh, I'm sometimes on Host of Ascalon. Actually, most of the time well, on Host of Ascalon these days. Isn't it? I, uh, the, it's called the Hosts of Ascalon, and you're not a host? Yeah. I am. I'm still, I think, like an intern. Um, oh, the intern position. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's Hashtag and Alona that are the true hosts of Ascalon. And I'm, I'm like, you know, they're feeling me out. They're like, is this Boots guy? Is, is, Haven't you been doing it for like doing? a year? How long does it take to feel you out? That's a tight company policy. They're like, you really got to test this. feel you out? That is something to ask a different person. Um, <laughs> now, <laughs> after dark stream, okay. Darkbringers has not been unlocked yet. <laughs> also, uh, stream sometimes on Boots underscore on Twitch and on uh, YouTube is World of Enders on Twit Tweet Twitter as well. Uh, and uh, yeah, I've been leveling a character from level one. I'm at level eleven right now. I'm trying to get to eighty by fishing. Old fisherman Boots. He's having a good old time. <laughs> and also, I make builds sometimes. One to eighty fishing. I, I one day I swear one day that is just gonna be I can't believe that. This is actually amazing. Um It's happening. You you well you must have one. But I've only been doing so it on much. stream so far, so I'm okay. sure someone if they started now could get it yeah. to eighty way faster than me. But this is just for my enjoyment. And the last fish that you catch at level eighty, you can't consume it. You have to save it and keep it in your bank as a trophy. So far, I've been saving every single fish I've caught. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I really lot. want you to go around on maps and just, like, hawk your wares. Just, like, at random people, just be like, I've got fine fish. Fish right here. Fish yeah. right here. And then just try and sell it to them. <laughs> I started a fishing play. party. I started, well, last time I started a fishing party, put up a tag in Lion's Arch. <laughs> and, well, a couple of people joined. It was fun. Uh, you know, yelling to the other skiers, going, join the party. Whatever. Anyway. It's Are you role playing as a fisherman? A little bit. <laughs> Only like ten seconds every hour. Mm -hmm. That's How a very specific amount of time. Yeah, yeah. ten seconds. But, uh, yeah, and that's me. Anyway, I got I got to go cook dinner. So, Jebro. <laughs> 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 Thank you everyone for watching Lightbringers episode number 6 of season 2 which has been coming to you from the end of Dragon's Nest that we've been going through also season 1 we're going back in time playing new content doing all the things we also talk about uh, lots of stuff on the, the Lightbringers podcast and fun community things and this is Guild Wars 2 an amazing game come play if you do want to join the Lightbringers Guild check out the link <gasps> In the description, which will take you to an application form, you will also be able to come and join the Discord. We've been doing guild missions and lots of other stuff um, as well. Just it's slowly, it's just a very chill place to hang out, say hello, join a ton of people who are like-minded and respectful and welcoming to many different people within our community from all different walks of life. Also, if you'd like to follow things that I do specifically, then you can go to twitch.tv slash uh Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, all the same thing. 
Uh, I do put content on all of those platforms all the time, whenever I can, uh, because it's difficult, because I'm also an intern doing mental health counselling for kids and adolescents during the week for free. So if you do want to follow the channel, if you do want to subscribe and do all the things, donate. It does help to pay the rent and all the things. And I will be a counsellor in August, uh, September. I will be actually a mental health counsellor doing the work. So yes, it's going to be awesome. Um, I, I will mention one more thing about Old Fisherman Boots. Sure. Um, Boots is actually a nickname. His his real name is Sebastian McGill, um, and he doesn't know why he got the nickname Boots. He thinks it's because he wears he wears fisherman's boots. Um, when obviously you could just call him Seabass because his name's Sebastian or Gilly or something like that because it's Sebastian McGill. He's very upset about that. Actually, how he got stuck with the name Boots. So you really need to go, what? obviously. <laughs> and you keep yeah, throughout the entire go, podcast, you've been like, I need to go. And then you're like, oh, well, I need to get the note. <laughs> and then like, I need to go, but I need to tell you about the story. I need to get my character's my character. lore. Yeah, exactly. I need to I go. I love the lore. I feel richer <laughs> for knowing it. I feel like my world and the world of Guild Wars 2 is broader for having uh, boots in it. Yeah. It's Magical Mike also clipped something. It's on, it's on Twitter. It's his, his the backstory as well. You can listen to that. I'll definitely take a look at that for sure. Um, okay. okay, so people, thanks so much for watching the podcast. And also, if you did not see the video, you can go and watch it on YouTube and check out our gameplay. And also the the Lightbringer's Guide for getting Mithril <laughs> and other things mined out for the achievements. You can go and check that out as well. Thank you very much for watching. Don't forget we're back here every week Fridays. Uh, other than the two weeks of bliss where Boots won't be here. Um, and Boots will be fired for those two weeks and we'll have an amazing comeback show uh, towards the beginning of June. Maybe. Uh, otherwise, <laughs> thank you very much. Oh, wait a minute. No, I won't wait a minute. Okay. I gotta go. Next week, Lightbringers goes to Hello Kitty Online. See you next time. Yeah? <laughs> Again. Ooh. Oh, go back. Okay.